Earlier today, Donald Trump announced Operation Legend is Go. Apparently, this was announced quite some time ago. They were deploying federal officers into Kansas City. They're saying, I guess it's not related to what's going on in Portland, but they're going to be sending a surge of federal law enforcement into a variety of cities, uh, starting with Chicago. Yep, two, and 200. And 200 federal agents. 200. Yeah, to That's not even that much, to not, be honest, you know? Not really. It doesn't sound like a lot. And of course, the mayor's freaking out. But uh, as, as most of you know, Adam and I are from Chicago, and yep. I think... We both have the opinion of good. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, we, we both know Chicago and they need they I mean, we pay attention to what's going on we've, pretty much everywhere. But we've we've both passively yeah. talked about that one time we got shot at. Yeah, like not together. Like Adam got shot at one time. Yeah, I got shot at one time. Also in the Chicago land area. Yeah. So uh, I'm kind of like, OK, it's about time, I guess. Yeah. Why should I be mad about this? But apparently this is you know, part of a, a larger plan because of the dramatic escalation and gun violence and crime. And I don't know what the criticism is really about. They're acting like federal law enforcement is a new thing. They're yeah. like, the, yeah. I guess the, the anti-Trump crowd will always oppose Trump no matter what he does. And they're like, he's sending in secret police. It's the FBI, dude. What, what, what do you mean? Like, we have TV shows about this. And this whole secret police thing, thing is is ridiculous um, because, I mean, they, they did a press conference yesterday about how they, they showed the, the actual pictures of the people. They, they had their vests. They're like, police, you know, Homeland Security. Number. Badge number. Yeah, it's like, like all of them had they they weren't you know right faceless people taking anyone. It's like yeah, they know, were all know. labeled. And not to mention that those same those same federal officers were getting doxed. Right. So it's like of course they didn't but want to put their name their actual name on their their badge. The, like I don't blame them at all. The left is arguing where where are all the libertarians and Second Amendment activists to like fight back against the oppressive government? Huh. See, they don't really care. And it's like, wait, wait, hold on. You showed up to a federal courthouse. <laughs> yeah. You threw explosives at it. The libertarian two way people are sitting back at home watching, you know, playing video games and like eating pizza or something. When 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 the, when the secret police actually show up, I'm sure they'll be concerned about it. But as long as you are seeking out conflict, why would anyone be like, yes, I will help you? No, they're going to be like, stop doing that. Right. It's, it's almost like the, the, the Antifa people in Portland are like putting their hand on the fire. Okay. And when they get burned, they complain the fire is attacking them. And you're like, but the fire is there and you are here. And if you don't do that, you won't get burned. They're like, well, I have a right to touch the top, top of the stove. You do, and you will get burned. Yes. You can't. So they're complaining about it now. And then when the camera goes on, well, I was just standing here, and they turned the flames up. Right, right, right. And the, then the <laughs> flames singed me. No, then it's, it's like. It's their fault. They're, they're, they're standing there taking a picture of their hand burned like, the stove just burned me out of no. It's like, wait, wait hold, hold on, hold on. No. Moms against stovetop burnings. <laughs> right. And then they're graffitiing up the house and they're like smashing the stove. Mm-hmm. So, so anyway, Portland is a whole other thing. It's nothing to do with this. Apparently, Trump, I guess, announced that uh, Operation Legend isn't Portland. Portland is, is literally just nope. law enforcement. Go- that, that's packed. Yeah, right? that's, it has nothing to do with Portland. That's what he made it made it clear. So we're going to we're going to dig into this. But we got we got some other stories, man. We got some crazy stuff. Apparently, the McCloskeys, you, you, you know them, you love them. They're the armed couple that was defending their property in St. Louis. Apparently, I don't know which unit or whatever was tampering with the evidence. Yep. The guns were inoperable, and they reassembled them to make it seem like they were actually threatening legit deadly force when they weren't. Yeah, they, they reassembled it and then test fired it and said, see, it, it is an operable it's worse, gun. It's worse than that. 
You're right, it is. When the gun was brought in for evidence, they said, this gun doesn't work. And they said, well, strip it and reassemble it. And then they did and said, now it works. And they acknowledged in the documents that it was inoperable because of a backwards uh, firing pin and spring. Yep. Like, perhaps intentionally. Yeah. So that it couldn't, you know, be used because the guy didn't actually want to hurt anybody. Yep. But they, they said, apparently in their filings, that it was ready and capable of lethal force, which was a lie. Yep. Welcome to the morality policing world where they will tamper with evidence to lock you up. You know, we, we get, the AG of Missouri is basically saying, I'm going to get these charges dismissed. The governor is saying, I'm going to pardon it. Yeah, great. It's all well and good for now. But eventually, these lunatic mo- morality police and, inter- in, you know, intersectionalists will be in higher, you know, forms of go- uh, higher positions of government. And then they won't pardon it. And they will tamper with evidence. And they will lock you in the gulag. Yep. Welcome to uh, the, the, this, this new horrifying reality. And we'll talk about some cancel culture stuff because we got something interesting. Cato says 62% of people, a new poll, are scared of sharing their political opinions. Well, that's not really surprising at all, is it? Sounds like a silent majority. It's not really surprising. That's all I'm going to say. It, it, but, it, but it also, it, I, I, you know, we don't know what the breakdown is of left versus right. But part of me thinks, I just, I, this is just me, the left is not afraid to talk about their opinions. Yeah, but this is what I keep saying. It's, we keep talking about the left and the right. That's not, the, the, those people don't really even matter. It's the people in the middle. The most, most of the people are sitting there like, what is going on between these two? But the question is, who are they going to vote for? I think, if I, 62, I, mean, I think so I know. Here's the point. Yeah. If, if you came out and said you were supporting, supporting Biden, is anyone going to throw a brick through your window? Probably not. If you said you were supporting Trump? Well, no one's thrown a brick through my window yet. But I mean, so. like... <laughs> have you have, if if you if you posted on Facebook go Biden, do you think you would have been bombarded? People would have gone like oh, not at all, not at all. But you say go Trump, and they're like, ah! and they're screeching and banging on walls and unfriending you and stuff like that. Yep, that's what I'm saying. So if 62 percent of people are, have political opinions, they're scared to share. I would reason these people probably have opinions that favor Trump because yep. who is scared to say go Biden? Nobody. Yeah, nobody. nobody. Oh, there, there was really some, something really funny we did point out before. Like, who has who, who's ever seen a Biden sign? I, like, have, have, I have yet to. Oh, wait. No, I did see that one. Yes. <laughs> it was spray painted. It was like it was a cor- so piece of corrugated steel that someone took red spray, spray paint wrote Biden 2020 on it on the side of some like. It was wonderful. Yeah, yeah it was like amazing. A, a mailbox or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was so bad. I have not seen a Biden sticker. No. I have not seen a Biden sign. I do not believe anyone cares. Mm. Apparently, people don't even watch his posts. The dude... Does, he's not campaigning. I like, don't. I, I don't. Well, he's he's the pr- still the presumptive nominee, right? Yeah, right. Because the D, the DNC didn't officially end yet. So Aug- end of August. So they could technically just be like, well, you know, now like two days before we f- uh, we're gonna announce finally, actually, we're not gonna choose, run Biden. We're gonna run switch and run to some someone else. You know, you know, if 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 something does happen, I hope it's really cool. Like you know, like Biden is inside giving a speech. And then, like, some crazy dude jumps on the rafters and yells, Six Emperor Tyrannus. But then, like, takes aim at, like, Ugandan prime minister who was speaking with Biden. Then Biden jumps in the way, and everyone's like, No, Biden, he's, like, sacrificed himself to save the Ugandan prime minister. I don't, I don't know if Uganda has a prime minister. I have no idea. <laughs> but, like, you know, at least okay. it's, 20, it's 2020, man. It's 2020. You know, like, I'm, I'm saying, like, I would put money on something like that All happening. Just off, in true 2020 fashion. Yeah. <laughs> Biden, like, some, some assassin jumps out. Yeah. And then Biden, like, grabs his wrist snaps it and punches him in the face not on my watch but You're then he has a heart attack and dies uh, yeah <laughs> 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 all 
Okay, that was mean. We, we wish Joe Biden the best. Indeed. We got him here with us. We always do. He's with us in spirit. <laughs> You're a lying dog-faced pony soldier. <laughs> He's not with us not, in spirit. Not, not me. So let's talk about uh, Operation Legend, man. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, dude. Well, if you haven't already, make sure you smash that like button. Smash it. Subscribe. Hit the notification bell. It really does help when you do all of those things. And if you want to get the show, we do it Monday through Friday at 8 p.m. We put up clips every day. You can watch them. We also put up the podcast on all the different platforms. So, so you know, do those things. And smash the like button. You know, the things. And yeah, you know, the things. Really share because that, that I, I feel a lot of people are coming to me saying, hey, you know, I was talking to my friend and they, they were, we, we started arguing with another person. And because of your show, we were able to like be knowledgeable about what this person was misinformed about and help them like to talk about it. Even yeah. if they didn't change their mind, I'm not trying to like change everyone's mind, but I want everyone to at least understand what's going on. And we try to have critical thinking and, well, the, and talk about what's happening. Here's the, impor- here's the important thing. You come to this show, I, I'm not going to pretend like you're going to get the truth, the light, you know, like oh, everything you hear is perfect because we get things wrong. It's we're normal, we're normal, we're in normal people. Yep. But I think what, we, what you get here is that it's like moderate people talking about their political opinions about what's going on right now, the same as literally anyone else. And a lot of former liberals, liberals and moderates are scared to speak up. Yep. So I think one reason why the show, like the show has been growing rapidly is because there's a lot of people who are scared to speak up and are not being represented. And so, you know, many people who aren't maybe overtly conservative, definitely not far left. And so, you know, this is what you get. I think, I think this is, our voice is kind of important because the process of just talking about these ideas is so important. I think the free free market of ideas and actually discussing these ideas that apparently nobody really talks about is like pivotal. I think that really kind of helps people because they don't hear a lot of that conversation. Yeah, we're going to get into that later, actually. That's, 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 I don't that's, really know about much about that article that you pulled up, but it's I'm, I'm interested to find out about it. Yeah, yeah, so we bring this up not because we're just trying to brag about how awesome we are, but literally because we have this poll from the Cato Institute we're going to get into later about how people are scared to speak up, 62%. And I, I imagine a lot of those people are probably in the middle of the road thinking the far left has gone insane. Yep. But I guess, you know, I fall outside of that. That's another important point. Like, I'm not scared to speak up about my opinions, even though I think the far left has gone insane. Right. But a lot of people probably do. But let's talk first about Donald Trump's yes. surge. The Daily Mail says Trump orders immediate surge of hundreds of feds into Chicago, calling it a violence-scarred disaster, then threatens to order them into other Democratic-controlled cities, including Detroit and Philadelphia, over mayor's objections. Well, that's, that's, we, we do have this other story about a dozen-plus mayors saying no and demanding a withdrawal of federal forces. But at least in the context of this story, that's, a basic, that's basically it. So what, what are they doing? They're doing FBI, DEA, and ATF agents, and they're going to be taking on gun crime. Now, Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot tweeted she won't let federal troops terrorize the city, but she says she spoke to U.S. attorney who told her FBI, DEA, and ATF would come to assist the city's anti-crime fight, which she supports. All right. Uh, hey, there you oh, go. Oh, so she... Public, public, public versus private. Right. Yeah, there it is. Donald, Donald Trump is the worst. It's what, you guys are coming to help. That's really great. Thank you so much. Oh, they're <laughs> terrible. These people are... I'm really excited for your cooperation. Got <laughs> Nailed man. it. Yeah. That's, that's how... That's, you need more, more bug-eyed, but... More bug-eyed. <laughs> a lot more. <laughs> fairly, fairly on point. She went though. and got a haircut when, uh, when the lockdown happened. Man, her hair oh, looks yeah. so awful. Yeah, and everybody was like, how come you get to have a haircut? And she goes, because I'm on TV. For, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was like, because I have to go on TV. I need a haircut. Oh it's like goodness. other people have to go on TV, too, and they need haircuts. I think she should sleep, too. You know, this this caused a huge, huge problem for the COVID protesters because no, the left didn't understand the joke. 
when a bunch of these politicians were like, we're locking down, but we're going to go get haircuts. A bunch of protesters started making signs saying, I need a haircut as a joke. Okay. And then the left doesn't understand sarcasm or irony. And they literally thought people were like, I need a haircut. Yeah, I saw that. Listen, you can't make jokes on Twitter. You can't do it hmm. because the left doesn't understand humor at all. That's a good point. That, that's why they, they get offended by everything. Well, yeah, the, the nuance of, of language. This, this is what I, I've actually talked about this at length with many friends of mine. It is the, like when you talk to me right now, you hear the tones that I'm right. giving you, right? And a lot of the issue is the people on the left are reading those jokes, I say in quotes, in, the way, in their perspective. The right. way that they're feeling, the way that they're insecure, that their place of, you know, no zero confidence. So the way they're reading it is a direct like attack, and and they add those the the nuance of anger and you know the the feeling that they have, the emotional outbreak to those jokes, making those jokes a real thing in their head, and NPCs. that's that's what it ends up being. It's like you lack the ability to understand context. No, it's then- worse than NPCs. An NPC wouldn't even even think about it they wouldn't even it would be like rage I, I feel nothing right exactly rage filter yeah yeah it's like you say it's really funny because um i posted earlier about the riots in minneapolis okay. which, so this, this, this we're going to get into in the gist of this segment did you know that riots and protests have been ongoing across the country for the past couple mm-hmm. weeks people don't know this like olympia pro shut, shutting down highways in rochester a state of emergency in utah uh, in in in, uh, in georgia so I've got a bunch of these things pulled up. Did you know there's a protest camp in Philadelphia? I, I didn't. I didn't know that. There's, told, there, there, is, there is a Chaz in Philadelphia. Paz? Yeah, because the media doesn't cover the Paz. Yeah. Because the media doesn't cover this kind of stuff. Yep. But I posted earlier. So for, for those of you who, haven't, who didn't hear, there's this New York Times story that a pawn shop was torched okay. during the riots. And they just found the corpse Terrible. of a guy who was killed inside. Mm-hmm. I wonder about this. This is crazy. First of all, I don't know who this guy is. I'm, it's, I'm sad to hear this person died. And this is a really horrific way to be burned alive in a riot. I wonder if people were, you know, flyering. Where is, you know, this man? Where is our loved one? Where is our brother, our father? Whoever this guy is, his name wasn't released apparently. Yeah. And they're walking around and they're asking. He went missing during the riots. And then it turns out he was in a building. Someone torched it. Now that guy's dead. I posted that. And in line with what we we're just talking about with this inability to process complex information, Somebody responded with, you hate, like, to me, saying that, like, I basically hated Black Lives Matter and supported police brutality. And I was like, where, where, how did you get that out of me saying, like, it was, it was a screenshot of the New York Times, and I, and I wrote, playing for keeps. That's it. Okay. And the point I was making is that in these riots, people are losing their lives. Like, yep. this is not a game. Absolutely. And then I get people saying, like, why don't you, you know, uh, condemn police brutality? And I was like, what does that have to do with what I just said? It's the rage filter. Yep, the, exactly. the joke is that you go on Twitter and you say something like, I like pancakes. And they go, why do you hate waffles? <laughs> you, I, I didn't say that. I actually very much like, I prefer waffles, but I do like pancakes. You, you prefer waffles? Well, what about pancakes? I like it's them like, too. Wait a minute. I actually do like waffles better. You know, you get the butter right in little, little nooks That's and right. crannies. I do like waffles. Little little yeah. Waffles are good. Like, oh my, I go. We could talk about waffles if you anyway, want. Anyway, no, let's, get, let's talk about Minnesota and Minneapolis and we'll talk about the riots now. So anyway. Okay. Well, that's the gist of that story, that uh, uh, they found a body burnt to death in the rubble. Yeah. And that's the thing that nightmares are made of, man. It's terrible. So 
how many people have died? It's like 28 people, I think, have I died think so far. I think it's way more than that. Looking at like what's going on in New York and Chicago alone, I, I think it's over that number. I With, don't know exactly. I haven't been tallying that up because I just keep seeing death everywhere. And I'm just like, this is terrible. This With, is terrible. I keep seeing it everywhere. And it's like, but directly from the riots, okay. I think it's like high 20s. Okay. But if you want to be fair and claim that the defund the police actions yeah. stem from all of that. Absolutely. That, that, I think that's, of course, fair because that it spawned, it started from the riots, you know, over over George Floyd, you know. Right. And I think. I'm, so they, they cleared out the New York Chaz earlier today. Yeah. Pre-dawn raid. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Did you know that there was a Chaz in New York City? I mean, I knew about it. Yeah, yeah. It, the New York Times has been written, uh, writing about it a bit and they were like, it's a homeless camp now. Yeah, that's that's what de Blasio said. He's like, well, there's <laughs> there's not a lot of protesters anymore. There's more homeless to than protesters. And it's like, right, right. <laughs> how, was it? I don't know. It's, was it ever? Yeah. Whatever. Well, so so here's what I said. You know, with my experience from Occupy, the moment you announce you're occupying something, homeless people rush over because mm-hmm. right. like Makes safety, sense. free stuff, food, yeah. free food. Yeah. Yeah, and and well, but safety, like protection from you know getting your stuff swept up, at least for the time being. So the police, so so they purged this. But the question I had earlier was. When they, when they, when, uh, when the protesters demanded a defunding of the police mm-hmm. across this country, what has the end result been? Deaths. Deaths. More, more people shootings. Crime increasing. Like crazy. It's specifically shootings and murders because yeah. actually a lot of crime is going down. Yeah, like like petty theft and violent crime is down on the whole. Right. But shootings and murder is way way up, like hundreds of percentage points. I would much prefer people getting. Like thieves, like going running amok, then people I can ex- dying. I can everywhere. explain something very simply, though. Please do. One of the things I learned is really fascinating about crime rates throughout the world has to do with cell phone technology. So when I was in Sweden a couple of years ago, talking about their murder rate going up, the one thing everyone liked to claim is that it's only gone up a very little bit, and you know, violent while violent crime is going down across, uh, lethal crime is going down across the board. We're only seeing a small uptick and it's all, you know, ultimately, you know, things are, things are getting better. It's not that bad. What, what, what was explained to me was something I never realized until then. The reason why lethal crime has been dropping dramatically is not because people are less violent. It's because we have cell phones. So if someone gets stabbed and you don't have a cell phone, you go, help, help. Someone's been stabbed. You run around, try and find a phone. Person dies. Right. Someone gets stabbed. You have a cell phone. You immediately call 911. They're there within minutes. They save the person's life. Murder becomes attempted murder. Or like, you know, aggravated assault. Makes sense. So what we're seeing now in New York and all these other places, they're saying violent crime's actually going down, but murders and shootings are going up. What that means is what probably would have been a mugging has become a murder. Before the defunding of the police, when the guns were being taken off the streets, the illegal ones, that guy would probably rob someone with a punch to the face. Now that he has a weapon, he just puts a bullet through his heart. Oh, man. And so murders are skyrocketing and violent crime in general is going down. What it really means is... Crimes are becoming lethal. They're being replaced. That, that, I'm not saying we don't know that for a fact. It could literally be like all of a sudden all the violent criminals are like, we quit amid the pandemic. And I then mean, all of a sudden a bunch of dudes pull out guns like, let's go murdering. I mean, did, did we not want to add into the fact all the, the people that de Blasio is letting out of the prisons everywhere or in California or all that? the other places where they're just releasing prisoners <laughs> or getting rid of cash bail so that look, they look, come dude. in and they go back out again right away. And it's like. Do we not think about that in the democratic cities that's ha- actually happening? So you got to add that those to the statistics. It's like right. that's happening. So Trump wants to send in the troops. I don't blame him. I, I say troops, but quite literally, it's just it's just like 
cops. Yep. It's, it's the funniest thing about this is Trump's like, the FBI, the DEA, and the ATF are going to go assist in law enforcement. And they're like, <gasps> Trump's sending in secret police. And it's like, you ever watch X-Files? Yeah. You, you know there's a thing called the FBI? Yeah. Did you know that they actually have offices around this country? Whoa. Yep. <laughs> they're in them right now. <laughs> yeah. What do you what is what are people talking they're about? They're everywhere. Even even police. Yeah, right. Even when it comes to like CBP and uh, ICE and DHS and FPS, I'm like, you realize the US Marshals are literally in courthouses across the country right now. <gasps> this, 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 this I'm just I'm sorry, I'm flabbergasted because of how stupid this is. Right. You could literally walk up to someone and go, I, I need to tell you something. Right now, those those secret police—they're everywhere. They're 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 in the building now. It's secret police. Make people think like, did you know that these people have been occupying your city for like twenty years? Oh <gasps> it's not the end of the world. How, how about this? I've actually uncovered this really really uh, um, devastating secret. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Go yeah. on. This could change the face of of this country. Oh man. It could reshape Oregon as we know it. Whoa. There's, there, if, uh, this, a lot of people don't know this, but I'm going to tell you guys. All right, don't tell anybody. If Antifa stops going to the courthouse, the violence is over. Wow. Now that's powerful. Wow. Imagine all of the different conflicts where they were like, we could have ended the war if you just didn't go. It's too late. The rest of Utah or the rest of uh, Oregon is already trying to secede. Are they really? Yeah, they're I mean, they've been talking about it for a while. No, but there's a petition now. They're all signing it, trying to, to leave. And, <laughs> for, and greater Idaho. Out. To, for greater <laughs> let, Idaho. Let me out! <laughs> let me out! <laughs> so, so, that's the really thing that's actually happening. Let me, let, awesome. me, let, me, let me show you guys some stuff. Some things. So, so first of all, we see this, right? More than a dozen mayors in Portland are, uh, are jo- joining Portland in asking Trump administration to withdraw federal forces. It's the stupidest thing in the world because feds are all over the place all the time. Whatever. Here we have this story from Shadowproof. Shadowproof is run by there's some some journalists that I've I've known about for a long time. I followed. It's not like a very high profile publication. It's very left leaning, but that's less relevant. Other than I know some of the journalists who do this, and I believe while they may be biased, they're telling the truth. Philadelphia threatens protest encampment with eviction, but still has no plan for unhoused residents. You can see where their bias comes in. Yep. What they say is. The encampment formed June 10th to provide shelter, social support, and resources to Philadelphia's unhoused residents, many of whom have been denied access to housing and COVID pretension hotels. But its existence remains threatened by the city, which is determined to remove hundreds of unhoused people to prioritize the needs of the baseball field upon which the encampment has encroached. Okay. okay. They're saying it's a homeless encampment. That, wait, wait, make no mistake. This is a homeless encampment. This is a protest. So this is kind of like... This, the, the, the sort of more homelessy version of the New York Chaz. Okay. But all of the Chazes have been homeless camps. This one specifically. That's what it seems like. But this one is specifically about getting them uh, housing and stuff. Now, now, I want to make it very clear. I am not saying Trump needs to send in armed federal officers to clear out a homeless camp. Not at all. I think this is the kind of thing where you're like, we got to figure out how to solve this problem. Right. Like, where, where do you put these people? You can't just like. What, what, often what they'll do is they'll just bulldoze their stuff and then be like, go away. Hmm. And that's not a solution. It's never, it never has been. Yeah, you're right. They, they literally just moved to another part of the city. But, I mean, neither is just giving them all a house. Oh, of course not. You know, that's, that's, yeah. not, uh, that's not something that we can just do. Like, all right, well, each and every one of you now, here you go. Here's a house for each I, and every one of you. 
I worked for That's not I, how things I, work. I, I worked for a homeless shelter, and I'll tell you, man, these people, many of them, don't want to be in houses. It's a good point. What what which, what people need to realize? I I, I remember this when uh, I used to I used to busk like okay. play music in the subway in Chicago. All right. And the funniest thing was like the first I had a friend who asked me what I did like where you working and I was like I've been busking like what does that mean I play guitar in the in, in like the subway like a homeless person <laughs> and I was like like a homeless person with a three hundred dollar fiberglass guitar and a portable amp I was like do you, you think those people are homeless Well I'm like you've not seen someone perform it's like it's street performing. So you, I would do it outside of Wrigley, and it's you know you make money off drunk people, you know. <laughs> yeah. But the one thing I realized was that people would conflate hungry and homeless, so they would be like, "We need to feed the homeless." You ever hear that? Yeah, definitely. All it the makes, time. It makes no sense. I'm 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 homeless, not foodless. Food's easy to get. Hmm. And so I, I I started you know when when I actually had people realize people thought if you street perform you must be homeless, and I was like I was doing it for fun half the time. I used yeah. to do it in L.A. on Hollywood for fun. I, yeah, I love busking. I used to busk in New York all the me, time. Me and this other dude would just like jam out acoustic punk rock songs on Hollywood Boulevard. Fun. And we wouldn't make a lot of money. We'd make a handful of change, but we were doing it because we were yelling in public and just <laughs> just jamming out. Just like <laughs> yeah. And people out there loved it. But then you start to you know experience what people think of you, and I was surprised to learn they conflate these things. So when I ended up working for this homeless shelter, as it turns out, most of these people were like, I would not like to be in that homeless shelter. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. And they, they want to be out in the streets. So how you solve that problem? I don't know. The point is, I'm bringing this up just to show you that whatever this, whatever's been going on since the start of these protests, it's not over. On, uh, on J- July 10th, Utah governor declares state of emergency due to civil unrest. That was not even two weeks ago. So Trump is deploying more law enforcement. And the law enforcement, I understand, is about crime. But this is just stuff I'm pulling up to show you that, you know, violent crime in Atlanta, Georgia, uh, governor declares state of emergency, calls up National Guard. This was just about two, two, almost three, about three weeks ago. No, no, yeah, 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 about three weeks ago. All this stuff has continually happened. Did you know that there was rioting and vandalism in Olympia? I didn't even know where Olympia was until you told me earlier. July 8th. Stretch of vandalism, violence escalates in Olympia Tuesday evening into Wednesday. You just you, you Google this stuff, you pull it right up. It's been ongoing for some time. So we we also have in Rochester. This is just from like two days ago. Protesters uh, shut down the interstate highway. I heard someone mentioning there's like there have been shootings and crime is going up. I don't know a lot about what's going on, but the but mainstream media doesn't cover this stuff. Nope, they don't want people to know that people are actually rioting out no, there. No, I think they don't care. I think they don't I think care. they're pushing a narrative that everything is Trump's fault, and if it doesn't fit that bill, then they they don't they don't go to that, and and that's what I that's what I keep seeing. It's awfully biased as far as I'm concerned, because so I, I watch him. You know, I listen to what he's actually saying, and I they're so definitely lo- they're ignoring specific things. This exactly this is another thing. This yeah, is, yeah, yeah. So go to this. At there least fif- at least fifteen wounded during an exchange of gunfire at a funeral. Uh, for Chicago gun violence victims. Jeez, dude. Oh, there was over... This is the perfect example. I think they said over 80 casings, the police op- uh, officer said. 80 casings. So it was a gun battle. Like, they were... I mean, it wasn't just, like, a few shots. 80 gun, uh, bullet casings were found on the scene. That's crazy. That's not just... That's Chicago. You're right. That's Chicago. Let, it's let, a war let, zone. Let, this, let, is, this is but one on, instance. This story... Happened today, the day Trump announced Operation Legend. Yep. And this story perfectly exemplifies exactly why Donald Trump is doing it. It was a funeral for a victim of gun violence. Yep. And gun violence broke out. Come on, man. Come on. Yep. You might do that South Park episode. 
Come on, people now. Come on. Here's what we saw yesterday from the Washington Post. 2020 is shattering gun violence records. We must act. That's a cool photo of a bunch of guns. Right. I'm sure they're going to they're going to try to connect it to the amount of gun sales that have gone through the roof also. But this the, the, those aren't the guns that are causing this violence. I mean, I, I don't I didn't read through this article. You, this is the first time I'm seeing it. right This now. is a photo of guns from 2011. Of course it is. Yeah, they pulled a stock photo of guns and they're like guns bad. Well, I, I, look, I, I don't I don't know what he's saying in this article. And quite honestly, that's not the point. I'm, I'm showing this 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 article because the Washington Post just yesterday published an op-ed saying we must act. Yeah. And what happens? The next day, Donald Trump comes out and says it's time to act. Hmm. And then what is the anti-Trump people? <gasps> He's what? actually acting. Wait, what? This is, is another. Isn't that what you wanted? This is another really good example of one of, the, I think, the problems we face in this country. Trump will, will see something in the news. Yeah. He'll respond to it. And then they'll reverse their position. So, like, the news will say something like, we've got a serious crime problem throughout this nation and something needs to be done about it. Where's the president? Yep. Then Trump will come out the next day and be like, the, the, the violence across this country is terrible. Everybody agrees. We're going to do something about it. Trump is sending in police. What does he think he is? A dictator? Uh, it happened. I, I kid you not. I, I, I oh, read the news. I know. <laughs> I, I read the, the it media, too. The media will report something. It's, it's worse than that. They'll say something like, the sky is blue. And Trump will go, I, I, did you hear this on the news the other day? The sky is apparently blue. It's incredible. And then they'll report, Trump is so dumb. The sky is black. Where did he get this idea? And then they'll be like, fact check false. Trump stupid. <laughs> like, I kid you not. There are things reported in the news that I hear Trump repeat. And then all of a sudden, the news is the other direction now. Yes, Tim. Yes. Let the pill just go into your veins. Break open. And, and, <laughs> oh, but dude, I, I work for these companies. Yeah, I know. I, I work for them. I've been I, your friend as and and we've had many conversations of what you've been through for over these past, you know, let me, let me eight tell years you, of, of knowing you. One of my favorite stories was when, uh, and we've met, I think we mentioned this before, when Ghost in the Shell, the movie came out with yeah. Scarlett Johansson. Right, right, right. And I'm in a meeting and they're like, can you believe that they're like hiring a white actress to play you know, uh, the, the the major in, in, in this film. Mm -hmm. That's like the, uh, Motoko Kasanagi, I think is the name of the character in the anime. And I was like, actually, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan. And I think that that actually makes sense. Like the theme of the show is like you can change bodies. Right. I thought they would have loved this because it's transhumanism. So like in this universe of Ghost in the Shell, theoretically, you could be like born a dude and then transfer into a prosthetic female body. Instead, they're like, mm, no, racism. And I'm like, but I, I'm <laughs> telling you, I know this show and they're like, mm, no, racism. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing here, dude. Yeah. They weren't interested in the truth. They were interested in some kind of narrative. The worst thing about it is they, there are people who are trapped in this world of fake news. It's true. So, so Trump is sending out police. Okay. Good. Well, well, I think most people are thinking, good. Awesome. I'm so happy that the Especially violence. Especially in the suburbs. Violence, I, legend. Operation Legend. Just to for, for let everyone know, Legend is the name of a four-year-old boy that was killed from a stray bullet from a gunfight in Kansas City, and this is this is a terrible shame. No one's talking about this this little little child that just got killed, a four-year-old. And that's 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 why there are a lot of activists that you know, you know what, man, Bevelyn Beatty, mm -hmm. yeah, amazing, she's mm -hmm. amazing because she it's 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 not that. I agree with her politics. Yep. It's that people have to be brave to stand up for these things. Absolutely. When the media props you up and you demand to see the table, mm -hmm. respect. Yeah, exactly. You know, I watched I watched Trump's speech about this. And, you know, I was telling you about this earlier. I was I was wondering if they were going to talk about 
who was doing the violence. Not one time did they talk about it. There was no, you know, trying to counter with statistics of like, you know, black on black crime and whatever. And it's like, because that's not, that's not what's important. What's important are people are actually dying. Little children crime. are getting killed yeah. all across this country. And people are ignoring that fact because it's, why? Actually, I, I still don't understand let why me, they're me, ignoring it. But, I want to make sure I clarify. I don't know if I misspoke, but the idea is the, the media will say Black Lives Matter and they'll pull, pull up all these left wing activists. And then someone like Bevelin has to be like, you know, I have a, you know, a voice that needs to be heard. Right. And they have to fight really hard. And the media barely gives them attention. So so let, let's talk about Chicago, man. Yeah. Let's think about FBI, DEA and law enforcement coming down to Chicago. What, 200? 200. No one's going to notice. Let's be real. No one's going to notice. And that's and that's kind of sad, kind of good. I growing up in Chicago, I, I mentioned this earlier on one of my other segments. If I was leaving my house and I saw these uh, CBP dudes in camo with rifles mm-hmm. on the street corner, you know what I would do? I'd oh, like I've text heard. a friend and be like, yo, what's up with these dudes? Yeah, they're here because it's like some law enforcement thing. I bet crazy. Right. That's it. And then keep walking. Yes. Yep. It's funny because I, I realized one thing. The left seems to think that libertarians, what be it left wing or right wing, I mean, like, you know, just basically freedom loving people yeah. are supposed to believe that law enforcement existing in your presence is a violation of your rights. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. Listen, when the camo dudes kick my door in and then say, or, or I got one, when the government arrests me for legally protecting my home in the face of a large group of people who are breaking onto my private property. <gasps> That's oppression from a, a secret police state yeah. or something. Oh. When a bunch of dudes are standing on a corner and they are armed and they're like, we're cops. And you're like, OK. And they say, have a good day, sir. Thank you. Your rights have not been violated. Right. The existence of law enforcement is not a violation of your rights. Or to get more specific with it, when those same officers are inside a barricaded <laughs> court, a federal courthouse and you start lobbing fireworks at them, commercial, more, grade, commercial mortar grade, grade mortar shells at the the office and they see you and follow you and then detain you, you know, this for re- questioning. Dude, you know this reminds me I of? mean, you kind of asked for it. Have you seen that meme where it's a uh, it's a woman and she's wearing a sweater that says like feminist and she's shoveling <laughs> feces over a wall yeah. that says the, the internet. internet. <laughs> yeah. And it says and the, and the, and the, and the, <laughs> the human waste is opinions. And she's like grinning and doing it. And the next panel is they throw it back and she goes, "Help, misogyny." It's <laughs> yeah. like literally what it is. Yeah, it's true. You don't you you show up to a federal courthouse and you start setting fires and attacking and breaking the barricades, and then the cops come out and they're like, "Leave!" And you go, "Help! Help! I'm being repressed." Yeah. <laughs> nah, man. Look, that's what we're seeing. The optics—they're—they're so, they're just trying to manipulate the optics and show everyone. I—I'm so annoyed with the—the the few friends of mine that are like, "How dare you!" Like, j- you cherish p- property over peaceful protesters, and I'm like, "Are you?" Are you talking to me right now? <laughs> are, are you not paying attention? Uh, unless you're on the ground, you don't know. And it's like I watch, I watch their videos, right? From uh, them, from them <laughs> posting. Like, look at this, and it's them attacking and breaking down the walls of the courthouse while they cheer, while they're cheering. Like, woo, like we broke a, into the courthouse. It's, it's not like, a secret. That's the, wait. That's why they're coming after you. What? What? It doesn't make sense. It's tribalism, dude. Yeah, that's I, so, what so, it is. so this guy who messaged, you know, when I posted about the, the the pawn shop being burned down, right? This guy came out immediately. It's a guy I know from my neighborhood, and he was like, "You don't even care about police brutality, man. All you do is just right wing grift, blah blah blah." And I responded with like, "I was like," he said, "Like you never talk about police brutality," and I was like, "How much? I can't, I've dedicated countless hours yeah. to calling out absolutely with, with, with like George Floyd." 
Like we, and then he was like, no, all you ever do is talk about, you know, the left, blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden, a bunch of people started posting my videos because I'm not going to go. I, I don't know. I do. I do oh, like three hours of content per day, four hours. <laughs> so there's a, there's a whole bunch of videos being posted where and I'm like, I wonder what I did say about this. And I click it and it's me going like, this is disgusting. Oh, what yeah. this officer did. He, he deserves prison. And I'm like, <laughs> why is this I guy said. yelling at me? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, he doesn't watch your videos. Exactly. They, they don't. Exactly, but but I, I think it's it's also like we were talking about the rage filter. Yep, the rage filter. That they're like anything Trump does must be bad. They don't think about what's actually happening. Reflexive. Right, and and then once they find your stance, and if it's not their stance, all stances that they everything that they believe, you now believe the exact opposite right. of all of them because you're this now is, evil, and evil things believe the exact opposite of what they believe. So therefore, everything I believe is the opposite of you. This so is, I hate you now. This is what how I've I've talked about <laughs> bug, bugs bunnying people. Right. Where you get them to assert the opposite stance, like yeah. make a left wing person take a right wing position. And you can so a conservative wouldn't do this. If 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 you post something like, you know, all cops are bad, and a conservative and this is a tendency, not an absolute, okay. and they respond saying like, You're so dumb, that's ridiculous, of course not every cop is bad, you're blinded by propaganda, and you respond with something like, you know, uh actually I think cops are good. Of course, they are good cops. It's you who think this. They'd be like, "Wait, what? I agree with you. What are you talking about?" Right. But these 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 lefty tribal people that often in, in trying to engage my content have no real opinions. They're just angry, rage filled tribalists. Yep. So when they say when, when the dude started attacking me, this is really really funny. He started saying things like, "You know, I I don't care. You clearly don't care about police brutality." What? Three videos get posted, <laughs> and he's still trying to push this. And then I I finally said, "What happened to you, bro?" Someone just posted a 14-minute rant by me where I, the first thing I say is like, wow, this is insane. This video is disgusting. I think we can all agree this guy did wrong. Yeah. And then finally he goes, yeah, well, you know what? You're still a right-wing grifter. <laughs> and then I went to respond. He deleted the whole thread <laughs> because it was his, his comment, so he deleted it and That's just like shut Facebook, it down. That's yeah. what I was talking about uh, yesterday with uh, the interview that Eric July was doing. And he was just – he was trying – he was like – Hit me up. Let's talk about it. And someone, someone on the far left, hit him up. And was like trying to argue with him. Yeah. And he, he was like, "What about this and this and this? Go ahead, I'll wait." And he just, you know, minutes turned into a while longer. And it was just like, "All right, listen, I got nothing. I'm gonna have to concede this." Click. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> you know, but it, it kind of makes me feel like we've mentioned this before. How there's like different factions. Is it the left versus the right? Is it SJW versus NSJW? Nationalist versus globalist? Yeah. I think it's that the internet is, is has been filtering people between critical thinkers and mindless rage monsters. I could so, see that. So critical thinkers have political opinions across the spectrum. That's true. Like Eric Weinstein is a progressive, and he sits down with Ben Shapiro, and they literally argue economic policy, but they agree on freedom and, and liberty and you know uh, civil rights and all that stuff. Yeah. But then you take one of these like rage monsters, they won't even do the interviews, or they just try and straw man and, and argue semantics. Wait, you used which word? That word doesn't believe what, you know, I don't, I don't believe that means what you think it means. Therefore, the argument, you've lost, I win. Oh, good. I get to argue about something else now because I was running on fumes. Yeah, it's like semantic arguments is the best I've seen from, from the left and progressives. Yeah. So, so we're working on this, this card game, you know, uh, the, the, the cancel culture. And we started thinking about like prominent left wing people that we could satirize in the game. And it's really difficult. That's a good point. Who, because who is the, the like prominent of, of leaders? Course, it's, of course, there are a lot of people we can name, okay. but because they don't have solid opinions, it's hard to represent what they actually do. Yeah, that's a good point. So, like when we say something like we're gonna make a, we're gonna make a, a, a satire of Jordan Peterson, Peter Jordanson, 
we know so much about his positions, his principles. It's really easy to satirize him, yeah. making him do something antithetical to his existence or like, like, like shoot, him. shoot lobsters, uh, lobsters Summoning, out of his, his hand or like turning people into lobsters or <laughs> yes. like, you know, Riding lobsters. But it's, it's, that's, 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 that is very simple, but it's also just like making him the more, a more exaggerated version. Like he cleans your room. Yeah. Things like that. When it comes to the left, it's like they're just mindless. Like there's very few people to actually pull up that represent the, the the far left that have cohesive arguments. There's a good. There, there, there are people though. We do have some. I'm looking ideas. at chat, and I, I just got to give a shout out to chat. They've got some. They've got. They've labeled some. Some a few people that are pretty solid. No, I know. I know. Definitely. Like, definitely. I'm looking at them. Like, yep, yep. There's, awesome. Nice I don't want. I don't want to say the name of some, <laughs> somebody posted it. Let's, let's just say. Um, there, We're going to talk I, about that. I'm going to write that down for later, though. Some nice, of the names. nice job. Thank nice. you, Chad. There, there are high-profile <laughs> left-wing people we're going to satirize. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But making fun of them is like, it's different. It's yeah. different. Yeah. Because, like, their opinions bounce. Ezra Klein's a really good example. There was a re- there, Someone posted uh, a forum of, like, how to be Ezra Klein. He's the founder of Vox, <laughs> one of the founders. And they were like, basically, he's a sophist. Whenever an issue pops up that is that is negatively impacting the left he'll be like actually the thing we need to do so a good example is when it came to ruth bader ginsburg he goes actually lifetime appointments are are absolutely necessary to the vital and then when it, you know to, to the vital body politic and, we, and here's why and there's a thread and then someone else pulled another one up where it was like when it came to our, our, our retirement or something uh-huh. or, or when it came to a conservative who was like i'm not gonna retire he's like actually we really do need to set like a time limit like <laughs> is it, it's it's it, there's there's no opinion like i don't know what the guy believes right so basically can we make it so that every single one of these these characters is just a flip-flopper it's it's difficult to make fun of if, if the left is literally just like i'll believe whatever i'm told to believe because there, there's also high-profile feminists I know where they'll tweet something and then a minute later be like, I didn't realize that was offensive. My opinion is now different. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, like, well, I don't know, whatever, man. Or the people that just have no opinions at all. We're definitely going to make fun of, uh, uh, you know, like Trumpsters and enlightened centrists. So like everybody's going to get roasted and cer- hard. A certain someone that says they just want bread. They just want bread. Yeah. Give, let them have bread. Let them Indeed. have bread. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be fun. Cortex Antoinette. <laughs> well, let's 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 jump from here and talk about the uh, evidence tampering. Oh yeah, yeah. Check this story out. This will blow your mind. St. Louis prosecutor ordered crime lab to reassemble Patricia McCloskey's gun. A- Assistant Circuit Attorney Chris Hinckley stated in charging documents the gun was readily read- readily capable of lethal use. The only problem. This, oh man, I need my Trump button. Wrong, 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 wrong. Excuse me, wrong, wrong. We definitely got to get those I buttons. Need it. Ugh. It's coming. It's got, it's It'll a, be here soon. Yeah. It actually should have been here. It could. It could. It could it be actually here. Actually, might probably is here. Actually. Oh yeah. I have to dig for it. Yeah, I'll, we need I'll look for it. I'll look for it tomorrow. So, for those that aren't familiar, because you live under a rock, <laughs> there's a couple of people. They're uh, married, and a bunch of Black Lives Matter people. I don't know. What do you, whatever you want to call them. What do, you, what do you want to call them? I don't know. It's not a protest when you break on a private property and destroy property. We need a, a new word where it's not a protester, it's not a rioter, but it's like it could go either way. Really, like you know what I mean? It's like right the middle line between a protester and a rioter because that's kind of what it feels like. Yeah. The the issue is when you say riot, you imagine people running around screaming, smashing windows. Violence, right. When yeah. you say protester, you imagine a bunch of like hippies with like sunflowers dancing and saying like peace Peaceful, and love. Yeah. Yeah. Really, the problem is is there are. Black Lives Matter protesters that are only wanting to protest peacefully. And it's like, I see that. 
But then there's these people that hijack it and steer it and and make people whip up the emotions and and you know start violence. Listen, man, I, I got I got I got to just take say, over. if there's a dude and he's like, hey everybody, come with me, we're gonna go protest wealth inequality, and they go yay, and then he leads them into a bank and goes, everybody hit the deck, yeah. bang bang bang, and they go <laughs> yay, you're all bank robbers now. Yeah, like you can't just be like, I didn't know, I was a peaceful protester. That's that's really good. That's if, that's funny. You'll get charged. Yeah. Oh, here's all these words. Oh, look at all these these these. What is this? <laughs> angry mob. Yeah, angry mob. Assemblers. Yeah. Assemblies. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. I, like I that. think I think mob is, is, is good. It's an angry mob. That's good. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, because an angry mob might not be doing anything violent. They could just be angry and mobbing. Yeah. And and this was like it's so they entered private property and at some point someone broke the gate. We don't know. It, it wasn't before because there's actually video where you see them open the gate and everyone walks in, but it was private property. I read that thread, I got that thread from Eric Schmidt. Yep. Uh According to the AG, the oh moment boy. they walked into the private property, he could have just started blasting. Yep. He could have gone full Danny DeVito. Bam, 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 bam. <laughs> you per, know? per Missouri law, the Castle Doctrine, uh, Doctrine State, like they could have shot all of them. Yeah, just. And been like, get off my property. No, you, are, you're coming closer to me. Dude. Boom, 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 it's, boom. It's, no, no. Not, it's, it's worse. It's like better. <laughs> I think it's worse it's than different. that. It's more than that. According to the AG, you can, you can use lethal force to prevent imminent uh, 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 th- threats to yourself or, some, or, or like, you know, uh, da- danger to yourself. Yeah. As soon as they enter your property, they went into a private community. Yep. The guy was on his porch. He could have went like, private property, bang, bang. Anyway, anyway, he didn't do that. Nope. He did not do that. But they came and they took Patricia Cl- uh, uh, McCloskey's handgun. She was the one waving the, the, the pistol at everybody. Yeah. Turns out it was inoperable. Here's what they say. The gun Patricia McCloskey waved at protesters was inoperable when it arrived at the St. Louis Police Crime Lab. But a member of the circuit attorney, Kim Gardner's staff, ordered crime lab experts to disassemble and reassemble it and wrote that it was, quote, readily capable of lethal use in charging documents filed Monday. Five on your side has learned. Good local journalism. You guys rock. This is what journalism is. We looked at the documents. We uncovered evidence tampering from the state. Boom. Boom. That's that's speaking truth to power right there. Yes, it is. In Missouri, police and prosecutors must prove that a weapon is readily capable of lethal use when it is used in the type of crime in which the McCloskeys have been charged. Assistant Circuit Attorney Chris Hinckley ordered crime lab staff members to field strip the handgun and found it had been assembled incorrectly. Specifically, the firing pin spring was put in front of the firing pin, which was backward and made the gun incapable of firing, according to documents obtained by Five on Your Side. Firearms experts then put the gun back together in the correct order and test fired it, finding that it worked, according to the documents. Patricia McCloskey and her husband have said the handgun she waved at protesters was inoperable because they had used it as a prop during a lawsuit they once filed against a gun manufacturer in order to bring in uh, bring it into a courtroom. They made it inoperable. So have, they knew it. Have you ever seen the movie Shooter? Yeah. With, with, um, awesome. What's the, what's the, Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg. Great movie. Great movie. In the end, he oh, yeah. walks into the hearing with like the feds and they have the, the rifle on the table. Do you trust me with your life? You, you got to speak into the microphone. Hold on. Give me the room, the room shot. There we go. Okay. Here. Do you trust me with your life, Tim? Yes, I do. 
All right. <laughs> so it's uh, um, Michael P- Michael Pena, I think, is his name. Is that, is that his name? The actor? Yeah, he's great, too. Mark Wahlberg walks in, and he pulls a bullet out, and he puts it in the gun, and he picks it up, and he aims it at the dude, and he says, do you trust me with your life? And he goes, yes. And then when he pulls the trigger, nothing happens. Right. And then he puts it down, and he says that he's removed the firing, or he, he, he switched. Removes, he removes he the firing them. pin no, no. on all of his guns. He switched them. No, and, he, no that he, uh, trust me, I've seen it. I'm my my understanding is that he switched them so that you couldn't tell with unless you had a micrometer. Okay. He said a normal person would see the firing pin and think it would work, but it's off. You need a micrometer to tell. Ah, something nice. like right. that. Some some really uh, yeah yeah you, you may be right. So as so anyway, as painful as it, it it is to say that, I, I but you guys you guys <laughs> might know because I I remember something like that. Now I got to see that movie again. I really do like that, that movie movie's a lot. Good, it's dude. a good one. Yeah. When he goes and gets revenge afterwards. Yep. Oh dude, that man, it's great. Good, yeah. But anyway, anyway, I'm reminded of that when they're like, we used the gun as a prop. We knew it didn't work, and then they. They tampered with evidence to make it work. Look like, at this thing. Like, that blows me away look, that they're doing how dirty this is. Seriously. Dude. It's political. Yeah. Absolutely. They're trying to make an example. Morality policing. Yes. In the dirtiest way. Look at this. Their attorney, Joel Schwartz, confirmed to Five on Your Side the McCloskeys intentionally misplaced the firing pin in the gun and that it was in that condition when Patricia McCloskey waved it at protesters and turned it into their former attorney. Quote, it's disheartening to learn that a law enforcement agency altered evidence in order to prosecute an innocent member of the community. Boom. Wow. Even a, spokes, it, a spokeswoman for Gardner says, we can't comment on a pending case. Right. And, and then we're even finding out that they had every right to shoot these people as per Missouri law. So they didn't it's want better to shoot, than that. They didn't man. want to shoot anybody. Missouri Castle Doctrine yeah. is actually kind of scary, Best dude. Best Castle Doctrine. You're, it my, is it is the strongest of all of the states actually. According to the AG. That's now, what, yeah, that's what it says. So it, I'm reminded of that episode of The Simpsons where Homer is told that if someone I don't know what The Simpsons aren't in any definable state, but he's like if someone comes into your property, you can kill them. And he goes, "Hmm, hey Flanders." <laughs> Well, it doesn't work if you invite them. Aw. And then he's like, get out of here. <laughs> but, it, but that's what it, that's part of what it reminds me of. Like, yeah, yeah. The, the strength. So, so I've got this, this Twitter thread. Check this out. There is a Springfield, Missouri, just for the record. Yes, I, I know. <laughs> that's probably it's it. Springfield, like probably five <laughs> in one state. Yeah, I know. He says, St. Louis prosecutor Kim Gardner is engaged in a political per- prosecution. I entered the case seeking a dismissal. As AG, I have a duty to protect the fundamental rights of all Missourians, including the right to keep and bear arms in self-defense of one's person and home. A thread. Now, he issued this statement before the news came out from Five on Your Side, which was updated today, came out in the afternoon on the 21st, a day later. Yep. I'd like to see what he has to say now. Oh, yeah. I believe that the wh- whoever ordered this, they should all be criminally prosecuted for, for, for conspiracy, civil yep. rights violations. Josh Hawley announced he wants a DOJ investigation of the violation of their rights. Yep. Bring it on. Lock them up. Mm-hmm. Boom. I agree. 100%. Let's do this. This, this thread. That's dirty. Yeah, dude. This, this thread from Eric Schmidt is fascinating. He basically says eight million times that this is a chilling effect on the residents of Missouri. Yep. That if you even consider protecting yourself, you may be committing a, committing a crime. And no one should think that. Yep. People need to need to know for sure that if you come on my property, I can act as I need to to defend it, and I don't have to risk being scared that I've committed a crime. Hold on, there's there's actually something in here that I, that I caught. The reason why this I, I would like to to find it, but he 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 says the the reason this state the castle doctrine is so strong is for the black community. 
Slight, they, right. they put that in there because they they didn't they wanted people of minorities to be able to defend themselves back in the day. Here's what he when says. They went, oh, you got it. The landmark Heller decision mentions its importance for anti-slavery advocates and post-Civil War firearms for self-defense was often the only way black citizens could protect themselves from mob violence. Wow. That's yeah. That, thank you. Yeah. This is why they're they're uh, look at this. It also says. The right was explicitly in Missouri's first constitution of 1820, stating, quote, the right to bear arms in defense of themselves and of the state cannot be questioned. Cannot be questioned. It's not even period. about, look, look, the Second Amendment of the United States, mm -hmm. you get the left arguing, well, it says well-regulated militia. Okay, we'll stop you right there, because in Missouri, it says the right to defend yourself, yep. period. Yep. They have a right to have these weapons, period. Yep. Now, check this out. I want to go down to the actual, uh, uh, the statute he mentions. Section 56.031 specifically authorizes Missouri citizens and homeowner to protect themselves from illegal invasions and intrusions into their home and private property. It establishes three principles. One, Missourians may defend themselves and others using physical force, including firearms, to deter the imminent use of unlawful force by another person. Unlawful force by another person imminent, meaning the moment you walk on the private property, they can say, I feel threatened. Bang. And not only that, they were saying... That room, I'm going to shower in. I'm going to sleep in that room. It's like, well, I'll, 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 I read I'm, through, I read through what they were saying about it. It's like, it's pretty insane. But you know what? You know why I don't mention that? Because the there's no video. The McCloskey right. said that's what happened, right? Right, right, right. And as soon as you bring that up, the left is going to be like, how do you know they said that? How do you? Well, okay, okay. Then we won't bring it up at all. Sure. The moment they stepped on private property, the McCloskeys had every right to defend themselves. As per Missouri law. Listen, if you go in front of a jury, a real reasonable jury of your peers, mm -hmm. and say, Look at all of the riots and vandalism and looting and murder. The dozen plus people who had already been killed. Do you think it's fair to say we had reasonable fear of harm? Absolutely. Oh, definitely. 100%. Did we have an operable handgun? No. Did they tamper with it to try and make you think we did? Yes. This stinks all the way. Yeah. Like, check it out. There's more, though. He says, too. Missourians may use deadly force against a person who unlawfully enters or attempts to enter private property. Mm. That's the crazy part. Yep. They could be trying, to, like, about to step on your grass. You're like, don't do it. If you raise that foot, bang. Yep. Now, of course, I'm being a bit, I'm exaggerating. <laughs> yeah. But if someone's at your door and they're trying to open it, you can shoot them and kill them in Missouri. You can be like, you're trying to enter my property, bang. Bye-bye. Yeah. That's, 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 that's what's nuts. Three. Missourians have no duty to retreat from their own residence or property when threatened by an unlawful intruder. Further, the Castle Doctrine specifically shields Missourians who act in valid self-defense from prosecution for unlawful use of a weapon by exhibiting a weapon in angry or threatening matter under 571030-1-4. In fact, 57.030.5 states... It shall not apply to persons who are engaged in a lawful act of defense pursuant to section 563.031. They, they can't even charge them with this. Nope. The law specifically states if they are acting in any way on their property, this law shall not apply. Yep. Yet they did it anyway, and, and they altered the evidence to go after them. Yep. Political. Do you know what's going on in Seattle and in Oakland? And, uh, and, and yeah, and, uh, Seattle and, and Oakland. The, the far left is showing up to politicians' houses who aren't bending to their will. So in Seattle, the council said, we're going to defund the police except for like two or three people. Okay. So what happened? The far left showed up to their houses and vandalized it. In Oakland, they went to the mayor's house and vandalized it. Yep. Saw that. I said it, man. They're going to start coming to your house. Mm -hmm. Now, now you're, right now, people are saying, yeah, but they're just tagging it up and vandalizing stuff, right? Here's what happens next. They went to Tucker's house, I think last year. We're banging on the door. 
Tucker says they broke it. They claim they didn't. I'm sure there's probably some damage and they're trying to say no. And Tucker might be trying to act like it's more. I'm not going to, I'm not going to assert anything. That's what was said. His wife was hiding in the closet. She called 911. Cassandra Fairbanks, they showed up to her house in, in the wee hours of the morning and they started firing fireworks. And according to Cassandra, some active gunfire. She called the police. They found the commercial mortar launching stuff. The neighbors confirmed it was, it was, it was happening. Mm-hmm. And they've done it before, so why would I act like it didn't happen? They went to the mayor of Oakland's house, and they did the same thing with fireworks. It's happening. They're going to your house. What happens next is it takes one person, while this is all going on, to run up and kick the door, and now the door's busted in. Then people are standing around the house banging on the windows, and one person peeks in the door and looks inside, and then someone sees that, and they think, hey, they're going in. They push in. This is how mob mentality works. One person will do one little thing, and then someone else will do one little thing above it, and then everyone adds a little bit to the avalanche, and before you know it, they come to your house, someone throws a brick breaking the window. Someone runs up and pops it open, runs away. Someone else goes up to the door and looks inside and throws a smoke bomb or a mortar. Then everyone sees people running to the door, and they all run inside. The next thing you know, you're being dragged out and beaten in the street. And, you, and, and people don't believe me. They didn't believe me when I said this was going to happen. When I mentioned that the violence is going to escalate, regular people are going to get involved, they're going to show up to your house, people were like, no, they're not. It's not coming to the suburbs. And then it did. And now they went to this family's home. This is where the morality policing kicks in. And this, the, the McCloskeys did literally nothing wrong. They are defended, according to the AG, to a ridiculous degree. Yep. And the law explicitly states, as he noted, the law doesn't apply to people who are acting in defense pursuant to this 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 uh, law, 563.031. Yet they charged them anyway. Yep. That's insane. Well, the good news is, I guess the McCloskeys are civil rights lawyers, right? Is that what it is? It? Yeah, they're lawyers. They know what they're doing. So hopefully they go nuclear. Oh, yeah. And I think they're going to have the support of Hawley, the AG, and the governor. Yep. And President Trump, right? Figuratively, light them up. Yeah figuratively got to make sure you say figuratively i want to see a tactical legal nuke because this is this is malicious prosecution malicious they altered evidence to me that is that that, look maybe i'm i'm not a lawyer yeah when i saw that like i was taken back like wow like they're straight up being dirty like they're changing they're they're trying to get them they're they're making an example of these two to to make sure that the rest of the citizens know if you do this we're going to we can we can throw you in prison when they're they were well within their rights to do much more than they did Bill- especially when they knew they knew those guns didn't fire they knew they were just yep like stay away from our house well, I don't know about the rifle but the handgun okay i want to see uh, to what to whatever extent we can get some real prosecution of these corrupt individuals. Absolutely. Eric Schmidt points out all these things. I, I got to point out, it shall not apply to persons who are engaged in a lawful act of defense pursuant to Section 563031. If that's true, and maybe he's leaving something out, I doubt it. He's the AG. We'll see how it plays out. I want to see criminal charges against every single person involved. I want to see the police officers who seized the rifle charged. 100%. Those cops that decided they were going to follow an unlawful order. Because let me, let me clarify. If these officers violated Section 571030.5, which says that law shall not apply, 
If they violated 563.031, which gives them the right to, to self-defense by firearm, the police illegally seized their weapons. That's true. Just following orders is not an excuse. And on top of that, that sounds like a 2A violation, too, because they broke no laws. That's true. They broke no laws, and the cops went and did it anyway. Those cops need to be held responsible, period. We cannot— Everyone along the chain does. Yeah, every single person. Period. There are, I've seen so many videos— of these cops saying, I refuse to enforce that violation of our constitutional rights. When yeah, when Virginia was like, we're going to take your weapons away, you got to turn them in. All these sheriffs were like, nope, we're a sanctuary you we'll know, county. We'll deputize you. Yeah, we'll deputize people. We're not letting you take your guns. In St. Louis, where according to the AG, it's one of the, it is the strongest castle doctrine state. Yep. You have a right to bear arms in self-defense, period. Why would those police go to their house and take the gun away from them? Just following orders. Sorry, that's never been an excuse for Americans. Never. We, we talk all day and night about the Nuremberg trials. It was in Nuremberg, right? That's what it's called? Sorry. No, yeah, sure. the trial of the Nazis? Yeah. We talk all day and night about how following orders is not an excuse. Yep. I'm not saying the guys lose their job. I'm not saying that they, be, they get locked up. I'm saying there's got to be some accountability for cops who violate the law. Yep. Well, and then here, I'm going to read further into this. It says, he says, the highly politicized prosecution of Missouri citizens for exercising their rights to keep and bear arms in self-defense may intimidate and deter other Missourians from exercising their fundamental right of self-defense. This case reflects the opposite of the state's constitutional obligation under Article 1, Section 23 to uphold these rights to keep and bear arms, self-defense, and protect uh, against infringement. And it says, uh, 2A shall not be infringed. In fact, this political prosecution sends a powerful and dangerous message. You exercise your right to keep and bear arms at your own peril. If you do, you may find yourself in prison. This case has a significant a significance that so, extends well beyond the parties. He's right. I, let, let me, let me ask you, right. Let me ask you a question. Um, if, uh, I don't know, uh, a couple of people are in their home and a, a mob shows up yelling, and enters private property at some point destroying this gate and um there's a history of violence associated with them is it is it oppression and and uh, 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 you know fascism when you say hey get out of here you're threatening my property okay if if a bunch of these you know far left extremists show up to a federal courthouse lobbing commercial grade fireworks and firebombs and whatever at, at a federal a courthouse is that is that oppression uh, nope it's it's wait wait Nope. Okay. You had two questions, so right. I wanted to answer so, them both. So now we'll carry it on. If in response to the extremists, law enforcement come out and say, disperse, you're engaged in an illegal activity. Is that oppression? Nope. Now, if the if, if the uh, district attorney, I believe the district attorney, Kim Gardner, whatever position is, yeah. files charges in violation of the law and the crime lab tampers with evidence to manipulate it, to falsely frame a couple of people who are legally defending their property. Is that oppression? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> and there we figured 100%. it out. 100%. I found so, the oppression. So we found it. We figured it out. Congratulations, everyone. We did it. We found out where the fascism is. It is... Oh, oh my. This is... Well, this is strange. I didn't expect this. The, the, the leftists... It's coming from inside. The, the leftists are tampering with evidence to falsely frame people who are, who are legally within their rights. Well, this can't be. They're the ones fighting fascism. Yep. They were called Antifa. Oh. I thought that meant anti-fascism. They, they can't be the bad guys. It's in their name. Whatever well, this, does it mean, well, Tim? Well, we've, we've got some strange going-ons here. <laughs> this, this certainly doesn't make sense. Wait a minute. Could it be that the people claiming to oppose fascism actually don't? Whoa. 
And this is the big point I brought up mm, with the clearing of the chess. Bring it all back together with Trump, with the, the deployment of Operation Legend, with law enforcement. They say they want to defund police. They want to defund the police. Except in, uh, you know, St. Louis, where we're falsely prosecuting two innocent people and tampering with evidence to, you know, put them in prison. They want to end these, these malicious jailings of innocent people. Well, except in St. Louis, where we're going to tamper with evidence to ensure we can lock okay. up our ideological opponents. Does that make... They don't want to defund the police. Kind of. They want to get rid of the police now so that no one stands in their way. They mm-hmm. just but given, want the power. Exactly. When given the opportunity, they will falsely accuse you, frame you, and tamper with the evidence to make sure they win. Now, we could be sitting here saying, it's a good thing we have an AG and, and the governor, and we, we won't always. Right. These people have been... Are, they're expanding. They are corrupt to the core. And they... If I swear, man, it's... it's you know, you know, you know what costs me some of my hope? Hmm. Where are the indictments of any one of these corrupt individuals? We know this. And I'm not talking about just these people. We'll see what happens here. But I'm talking now about like Obamagate. Hmm. There's at least statutory crimes on the side of the Obama administration. That's true. That's true. Will anything happen? Well, murmurs are that there will be some indictments. I have a feeling that's some of the aces up uh, Trump's sleeve. Maybe. Maybe. Man, he's sitting on it, man. I know it because... As I said earlier, we don't know if Biden's going to be the actual nominee. I'm kind of thinking no. They happen. They haven't officially labeled. He's still the presumptive nominee. Right. It's like that's that's been this thing. It's like he's not going to be the nominee. They're going to pick someone else. He, you know, the Trump campaign probably knows this. I mean, most people know he's he's not all with it. <laughs> he's dude. He's not. Did you, did it's you guys, a joke. Did you guys see this interview he was doing? Where all of a sudden he just broke and was about to go on a rant, and then his assistant, I guess, just killed the interview. <laughs> yeah. So he's like talking to some guy, and then all of a sudden Biden goes, "What? What? What is it? What this guy?" And then all of a sudden just like off. And he's like, "What's with this guy?" And then the assistant goes, <laughs> "That's up. our that's our time." And the guy goes, "Uh, okay, thank okay, you, thank you, Mr. President." <laughs> and then they cut back to Biden. He's like, "Okay, thank you." Like, there was that what? there was that one interview on MSNBC where Biden just shut down completely. I didn't, he, I didn't see that one. He's talking and he's like, yeah, uh, I, I shouldn't have. <laughs> and then the, 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 the you got to use the, the smiling yeah. Biden face. And then he, he goes like, just he just leans down. And then the, the host on MSNBC is like, uh, so, uh, you know, she asked him a question. Then he goes, yeah, I know. Hmm. Eh. And then he just stops. Do you think he f- actually fell asleep for a little bit? Remember when he fell asleep like on a, TV? Like a micro dream? Like he fell asleep. Remember that interview? I do. That's what I'm talking well, about. Well, we don't actually know he fell asleep, <laughs> but it seemed like he fell asleep. <laughs> oh, who I feel, knows? I, who I, knows? I, you, you know, look, part of me feel ba- feels really, really bad for him because he's very clearly like... I don't. A, a, no, look, man. Mm-mm. I know that he's corrupt. I know that he's a, a crony, you know, n- nepotistic swamp monster. <laughs> but, but look, all that being said, he is a frail old grandpa being abused. No, man. He is probably getting paid to be the presumptive nominee through this whole S storm of a 2020 year until they replace him at the end of August before the end of the DNC. And then he's going to be like, oh, cool. I can go retire and not have to think anymore. He's not going to say anything. He's going to be in a wheelchair with a blanket on his lap and they're going to wheel him into the sun. Yes. He's going to go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. To be a little more descriptive, sure. Yeah, we'll go with that. That's that's what I imagine. They, they bring him to the study, and they're like, "You'll be you'll be okay here, Grandpa Joe." And go, whoa, whoa, wait, wait, go, go, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> and he falls asleep. That's it. 
Could you imagine this deba- these debates? That's why I really don't think it'll be him. It's not going to be him. I know it's not going to be him. But who's it going to be, dude? I don't want to say her name. I don't think it's going to be Hillary. You said her name. Yeah, because, <laughs> I didn't say it. because it's just, man, people hate her. You know, like she's been ramping up, man. She's been doing these like talks and speaking out against Trump. And she's doing a TV show. They're doing. Sure. We, we, we were like, let's not talk about this. It's happening <sighs> briefly because we do have the other story we got to hit, which which we're, we're segueing into. God. They're doing an alternate reality Hillary Clinton universe. Oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm not kidding. On Hulu. And it's called Rodham. You know what? Rodham. Here's the thing. Here, here's the thing, Tim. They already filmed that. They already they want to put that out there to show the America that would her well, utopian America. It's, it's if she never married Bill. I don't Something whatever like it is. It doesn't matter what the premise of the show is. That's what it's going to be guaranteed. I have no idea what the show is. You know, I'm just finding out about it right now. I'm telling you, it's going to show her being this like amazing president that saved the world from coronavirus. And this was, this was she's a- the hero. It was a really this is really annoying about the, the family guy did an episode where they go to a timeline where Al Gore was, won the presidency. Okay. Ooh. And it's like everything's perfect, there's universal health care. And I'm like, oh come on, man. Mm. Right. The come president on. can't do those things. Yeah, everyone likes to think that the president has all the answers and has all the No, it's all of government. That's right. why we need to take over the government all, all across well, the board. Right. Like people need we need to we need to make being a senator like like something that we look at like the same as a president like we look at the president we're like wow the president is so powerful we needed to think senators are just like that instead of being like everyone look over at the president just vote for the president vote for the president don't don't worry about the senators we've been in power we want to keep that power you know like that's the issue we got to talk about that more people go to vote for the president and they do r or d it's like i'm voting for the republican president and r across the board i'm voting for the democrat president and d across the board yep that's that's why problem that's why if Trump wins, then Republicans will sweep everything as well. Because I really doubt you're going to see a lot of people going like, I'll vote for Trump and then Democrat and then Republican. There are some areas, though. CNN covered this. Uh, I think it was in Minnesota. It's a Democrat stronghold that votes for Democratic Congress uh, people, okay. but supports Donald Trump for president. Interesting. Yeah, you're- because because the, the, the Congress member was pro-union and not far left. And Trump is moderate. And so they were like, we're not voting for Hillary Clinton. Right. He is rather centered. Is there a silent majority? Uh, Let's talk about it. Ladies and gentlemen, the moment you've all been waiting for. The Cato Institute has this article, poll. 62% of Americans say they have political views they're afraid afraid to share. 50% of strong liberals support firing Trump donors. 36% of strong conservatives support firing Biden donors. 32% 32% are worried about missing out on job opportunities because of their political opinions. Right away. Well, where, a, did, where does the 62% come from then out of those numbers? It, it doesn't. It's everybody. Have political views they're afraid to share. Well, these, these that's are, look, what I've been saying for a long time now. These numbers are among liberals. So like 50% of the liberals okay. would fire someone for being a Trump supporter. Well, so, so not in like the, the classic liberal sense because technically we're all liberals. Like America is a liberal com- country. You know, you're, you're talking about like the far classical left. liberalism. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So not like the crazy left, like liberal. Exactly. Okay. 
Well, so they're probably using strong liberal in the in the modern sense, which okay. means leftist. Right, right. Which I, is, I really can't stand it. I agree. I agree with you. It's not the same thing. It's like they're yeah. trying to make being liberal a negative thing, and that's that couldn't be further from the truth. There's some interesting stuff here. Let's read this. Go ahead. And it sounds like we may have located the silent majority. Hmm. Mm-hmm. A new, I mean, literally, it says they, they're scared to share their opinions. 62%. Look at this. 62% agree. The political climate these days prevents me from saying things I believe because others might find them offensive. Oh. Uh, is it offensive to say you support Black Lives Matter? Nope. Every brand and corporation does it. Right. So I will tell you this. Well, actually, yes, it does to specific people. For right, sure. right, right, right. And they've, they've made listen, it very clear that it's offensive to them. If major corporations and brands have no problem whatsoever supporting progressive causes, mm-hmm. they believe that it's safe to share. True. That says to me, if these people are scared to say things, it's not what Pepsi said because Pepsi said it. Right. It's mainstream and popular. And what's the, what's the t- statistic on Americans that approve of All Lives Matter versus Black Lives Matter? Like 58% view All Lives Matter as positive. And, and like 46 to 40 or whatever yeah. view Black Lives Matter as positive. Right. So there's a, there's a lot of overlap, mm-hmm. but there's more Americans who view All Lives Matter positively. And this is according to The Economist and YouGov, I believe. Yeah. Let's read this. They say, a new Cato national survey finds that, self, uh, that self-censorship is on the rise. Nearly two-thirds, 62% of Americans say their political climate these days prevents them from saying things they believe because others might find them offensive. The share of Americans who self-censor has risen several points since 2017 when 58% of Americans agreed with this statement. These fears cross partisan lines. Majorities of Democrats, 52%, independents, 59 and Republicans, 77 all agree 77. they have political opinions they're afraid to share. Yeah. And how many of them are going to say, I'm satisfied with this existence, or are going to say, give me the guy who made fun of Rosie O'Donnell on stage? <laughs> You, you ever see that video from Trump? Yeah, I have. Where, where Megyn Kelly is like, what did he say? You called women fat pigs? And he goes, only Rosie O'Donnell. And then everyone starts cheering and laughing. Yeah. He's a funny guy. Man, liberals are divided on political expression. Strong liberals stand out, however, as the only political group who feel they can express themselves. Hmm. Nearly six in 10, 58% of staunch liberals feel they can say what they believe. That's exactly what I was saying. Yeah. Hi. Hello. Right here. How, what, what's read? That's got- me. However, centrist liberals feel differently. A slim majority, 52% of liberals, feel they have to self-censor, as do 64% of moderates, 77% of conservatives. This demonstrates that political expression is an issue that divides the democratic coalition between centrist Democrats and their left flank. And thus, the silent majority confirmed. Yeah. You know 70, what this means? 77% of conservatives aren't this speaking me- up at all. This means not talking. strong liberals feel the majority they can say whatever they can say for whatever they want yeah, yeah because their politics are mainstream in brands and media so wait strong lip liberals would be like leftists. the leftists right. okay so i am not a leftist liberal right. in any sense so look i am a classic liberal think about what this means if the, if there's a majority of moderates centrist liberals and conservatives who feel they can't say certain opinions, yeah. those opinions do not exist in the political conversation. And that that, but, that shows, though, that there are people on the left that probably are voting for Trump. This shows that the majority of the country isn't saying what they really think. Yep. They're not speaking up. They're silent. That explains the And polls. they're the majority. Boom! Wait, but, let me get my, my full camera. Well, hold on. on. Boom! Smash that like button. Oh, that felt so good. I feel vindicated right now. Ooh, I need some smashes. But. I had to get that off my chest. Go, Does that please. mean they'll vote for Trump? 
It doesn't matter. They, they exist. They do. They exist. And it's proof they exist. And it, this proves well, what people aren't. We, we talked about this earlier. So you can, you can go out and be like, I'm voting for Biden. And you might get some weird looks, but that's the extent of no, it. No, 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 no. Even if, if you walked into a group of secret Trump supporters yeah. and went, I'm voting for Biden, they'd go, yeah, here, here. Yeah. Oh, they'd lie. Cool. Good for you. So if you can publicly say you're voting for Biden and everyone cheers, yep. then Trump supporters are going to be lying about who they're voting for. Exactly. Oh, of course. So this is hello. the biggest and most important point in the polling oh, is there's two, po- there's two things. One, I think it was the New York Times that found telephone polls tend to overrepresent Biden support. Of course. And because when a journalist calls you yep. and says, hi, I'm a journalist from the New York Times. Ugh. Who are you voting Ugh. for? You go, I'm not telling this guy. He's going to dox me. He's going to. And, he's gonna, and he's gonna, he sounded creepy. Seriously. That was the point. <laughs> <laughs> Channeling a little Biden there. A little Biden. Oh, man. But look, I got to say, though, I got to say. Look fat. Uh, Here's the deal. That, felt, that feels good, though. Having like an actual like proof of what I've been saying of what I believe. This is what this is. Most Americans, it is like like sense. America being strong. They they want America to so, be strong. So listen, they want the jobs what do you, here. What do you? What do you? Period. What what were those things that Nancy Pelosi was wearing? Kente cloth. Is that yeah, it? Yeah. Kente cloth. So what do you think regular Americans are thinking when they see the Democrats drop to their knees wearing kente cloths? They're going to be like, What is I happening? Know. We don't like that. Yeah. Listen, look at this poll right here. Staunch liberals stand out as the only group who feels they can share their political opinions. Agree or disagree? The political climate these days prevents me from saying things I believe because others might find them offensive. Mm. Strong liberal is the only faction that disagrees with that statement. That means what they say is more so safe to say. Yep. And most other people are afraid to say what they believe. Conservatives and strong conservatives are like, I can't do it. What that means is everybody is lying because no one feels like it's safe to say these things. So, I mean, look, when Adam did his his bit where he's like, you know, you, you said you were going to vote for Trump. Yep. Uh, it, it goes on Facebook. 2.4 million views and Facebook deleted it. Yep. Hmm. Now, what would happen if you were like, you got to vote for Biden, man? Biden's the, the way, the truth. You know, he's the put it at the top of the algorithm. Yep. You get a lot fewer views, but you'd be at the top of the algorithm. People wouldn't be sharing it, but they would not ban you. Yep. Same thing with Twitter, man. And I I was warning about this like a long time ago. What happens when they start censoring and all this stuff? They have they have whipped themselves into a paranoid delusional state that they believe is reality. That's true. They're, They're they're eating their own refuse, believing it's true. But will this translate into a victory for Trump? We don't know. I mean, it, what scares me is they, they keep saying, like, well, Trump's Trump's, you know, election fraud. Like, he's going to he's going to try to do all this stuff. And I'm like, no, everyone's going to vote for him. You're 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 afraid. You're, you're afraid, Democrats. They are. And they should be because the majority of Americans are going to vote for Trump, period. This is uh, you know, you know what I'm going to say? If you haven't subscribe notification bell and i'll tell you why because this next paragraph explains everything oh boy i i I, we started this show and i was thinking like we'll probably have some decent growth the show's been exploding we're getting a hundred thousand subscribers per month on average in the past couple months it's nuts i want that i want that doubled (laughs) you guys are amazing it's amazing but check it out check it out enough for adam there's a very good reason why and they've they've nailed it look at this okay in 2017 most centrist liberals felt confident they could express their views at 54%. However, today, slightly less than half, 48% feel the same. The share who feel they cannot be open increased seven points 
from 45% to 2017 to 52% today. In fact, there have been shifts across the board where most people among all political groups feel they're walking on eggshells. Boom. Wow. There are conservative shows that have always been conservative. Yep. And they tell you conservatives things and conservatives like that. But there are very few shows where there are like centrist, moderate, center left or center right opinions that like regular people who are like, I'm not very strong politically. Here's how I think. But no one says it because you're either safe on the conservative side where, you know, you have your conservative allies or the progressives who think everyone's on their side and they're right. So we start doing things where we're like, I'm saying, you know, I guess I'll end up voting for Trump. I'm leaning that direction. He's not that bad. You're saying I'm I'm not going to vote for him. But this is this is a show with a, a hippie skateboarding pro skateboarder rock star guy who like first started reading about Trump and also was like, whoa, I'm going to vote for this guy. Whoa, his policies are actually legit. He's he's actually pretty great. I'm not saying he's he's not that bad. I'm saying I actually really right. like him as a president. And and so this is exactly what I'm saying with so many people scared to say the kind of things you're saying. Yep. You know, I was talking to somebody who's like a prominent Hollywood figure. And you'd be surprised. I've mentioned this before. There are a ton, especially after doing Rogan. I got hit up by a ton of like Hollywood LA types who are secretly conservative and not necessarily conservative, but like politically homeless liberals. Yeah. So intellectual dark web is probably an easy way to explain what kind of views these people have. And they're saying things like they either did vote for Trump, they're going to vote for Trump, but they know their careers and lives will be destroyed if they say anything. Yeah. So where do they go? When they themselves are like hipster skateboarding vegans, they don't agree with conservatives. And so I was talking to this Hollywood dude and he was like, listen, man, you got to understand, like when I turn on, you know, YouTube and I see a dude wearing like a beanie and a hoodie or whatever, and you're like a skateboarder musician who's like, what what, what we need to understand is like, finally, it feels like I get it because it's, it's really funny when the far left tries to claim that I or we are like far right or conservative or whatever. Yeah. Because you ask a conservative and they're like, no, of course not. Those guys are liberals. You know, you look at Dave Rubin, you look at Ben Shapiro. It's like the perfect example. It's like clearly they're at odds with tons of each other's. Well, while Dave has moved more to the right, you get the point. Mm-hmm. When, you, when you look at traditional conservatives, you see like go to CPEC. Everyone's wearing a suit. They're dressed up. They're not a beanie wearing skateboarder. Yeah. So all of a sudden now, you know, we're having conversations from a very centrist liberal perspective yep. that didn't exist before. I mean, I'm, I don't claim to be a Republican now. You know, I, I, I never really claimed to be a Democrat. I would have I probably would have answered if someone asked me, are you a Republican or a Democrat? I probably would have said Democrat in the past. But then again, default. Liberal. I had no idea what anything politics like this whole year has just been me like learning the political landscape so now that i understand it i'm not a republican or democrat i'm an american period well trump is not uh hardcore conservative i know even vox the progressive outlet said he was a moderate they try to claim he's far right he's fringe he's all these awful things and it's like his policies really did overlap a lot with this is this is what people need to realize one of Donald Trump's successes was that his policies did overlap with Democrats 10 years ago. It made it very difficult for them to find a position. Because when, when Trump comes out and says, we're going to secure our borders, we're going to deal with immigration, illegal immigration. Mm-hmm. Well, most people are like, that sounds great. Democrats, what do you have to offer? If they came out and said, we completely agree, but we're slightly weaker than Trump. <laughs> yeah, they'd be like, uh, no, hmm. no, thanks. Wait, hold on. Hold on. I got something. Build back better. 
Build, build back better. Build, build back better. We gotta build back better. You like, lying dog face pony soldier. Listen, Biden, just say "Make America Great Again." That's what, <laughs> that's what you want to say, man. Like, come on, really? Yeah. Build, build back better. What does that even mean? Did you see? It means make America great again. That's what you're trying to. That's what you want. Get out of here. It's like he's a he's a dollar store version of Trump, right? He wants to be like Trump. Actually, actually, that's unfair. That's un even unfair. He's like a uh, he's in the dumpster of the dollar store. Aww. It's like it's the it's the it's no 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 no. You know what Biden is? Biden is like when you see those memes of stolen IP from from China. Yeah. Where it's like Spider Man with Wolverine claws and it says <laughs> Star Wars on it. Yeah. That's Biden. Right. Plagiarism, uh, confusing, makes no sense. Yep. You know, in, a, in, a, in it's funny. It makes you laugh. Yeah, so we have his face to make fun of. That's got all sorts of layers to it, that joke. <laughs> yeah, I, like, I really I like, like it. That. that. That was good. That's multi-layers. But you've seen those things. I love I it. Have. Oh, yeah. It's like good. Star Wars and it's Spider-Man with Wolverine claws. You're <laughs> like, friend, but worse. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> listen, listen. Not to rag on dollar listen stores. Listen here, fat. You go to a dollar store, they got your essentials, man. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. They, they got a little bit true. of everything. It's not like... Walgreens, no, where I, but I can't stand it though because that's part part of the issue of of what we do as Americans. I, I mean, I was I was just talk about myself. You know, I was used to just going to buy the product that I need. Oh, it broke. Go buy a new product. Oh, it broke. Go buy a new product, and that is across the board what we need to get rid of. What happened to the days where we fix everything? We have our one cups. We have you know that we have the things that we know we can fix and keep them forever and their quality. Amer that's what America made is to me. Build back better. <laughs> build, build back better. <laughs> yeah. Check this out. Check this out. We got more data. Look at this. Oh man. Would you support or oppose firing a business executive from their job if it became known they privately donated money to? Thirty-one percent among all polled said. They would support firing a Trump donor. 22% would support firing a Biden donor. Conservatives uh, would not want, only 36% would say fire a Biden donor, but 50% of strong liberals would fire a Trump donor. You know what that means? Yep. If, 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 Orange listen, man bad. It's very, very clear. TDS. If 31% of all people think you should be fired for donating to Trump, you better not say you're voting, you're, you, don't, right. you donated to Trump. Yep. You better right. shut up. Now, 22% would, uh, among all people would fire someone for uh, uh, donating to Biden. So there's probably a lot of people who aren't going to talk too much about that either. But still too partisan. It's strong liberals who control cultural institutions. Absolutely. And, and half of them will fire you if they find out. Strong conservatives, they ain't running Disney and, and, and Gillette or Unilever or whatever. No. They're not doing it. So what are you really worried about? And not only that, are strong conservatives going to make phone calls? They're not. They're going to say, well, that guy's a, you know, dumb as a box of rocks. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Anyway, what are you guys doing later? A liberal is going to be like, ah, call him now. Get everybody on the email list. Let's show up to his house with bricks. Oh, seriously. Yeah, it's frightening. Strong liberal. What does mm. strong liberal mean? That's ridiculous. 32% worry their political views could harm their employment. They say nearly a third of employed Americans say they personally are worried about missing out on career opportunities or losing their job if their political opinions became known. These results are particularly notable given that the most personal can, uh, that most personal campaign contributions to political candidates are public knowledge and can easily be found online. Mm -hmm. You know what that means? Trump's donations would be substantially higher if wow. cancel culture wasn't a thing. And that might be the point. Interesting. You know how many text messages I get from progressives because I donated to Andrew Yang? It's annoying. It's really annoying. <laughs> really? Like nonstop, dude. And like, I'm, I'm in, I'm running for, you know, Arkansas. And I'm like, wait, no, 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 no. Get out of here. Get out of here. And so it was really funny. 
I got some progressive texted me and I'm very polite. Um, they said something like, uh, hey, you know, we see that you're a fan of Yang. We're running. He's endorsed us. Would you consider con- contributing? I'd say, I, no, I appreciate, you know, you reaching out. Best of luck. Please don't contact me in the future. They messaged me again. And they're like, hey, it's a different name now, but the same number. Like, we, we're, we're hoping to get some donations for our candidate. And I'm like, I asked you last time to stop, you know, t- uh, texting me. I'm not going to donate. And they donate again. And I responded the last time with, if you text me one more time, I'm going to donate to your opponent. <laughs> and that and that was the end of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were like, "Please don't do that. We'll stop. I'm sorry." That's, no, that's over. <laughs> so that's go ahead. Hold on. Yeah, give me one sec. This is something that Carlin Borisenko does. When people give her trouble on Twitter, she tells them. She tells them up front. She's like, "You're giving me a hard time. Please stop." And then if they continue, she says, "I'm going to donate twenty five dollars every time you insult me to Donald <laughs> Trump." And she does. And she has a lady for whom she has donated one hundred and fifty dollars so far. That's amazing. And she won't block. <laughs> And she won't mute. Uh, and she's like, we're doing this. Dude, Let's Carlin's go. awesome. I got That's funds, a really man. good idea. Do you remember when I got here and I was getting those text messages from the Bernie guys from Bernie? Oh, yeah, that's right. So I, I donated to you Bernie. Were, you were getting Bernie before stuff. Before 2016. Look at this guy. I was all about that. I this was, Bernie guy. I liked him in 2016. Me too. <laughs> I, don't, I didn't like him this, this right. go around. He, he, listen, in, in, in Bernie's original campaign, he was like, no open borders. That's yep. a Koch brothers proposal. Right. Here, here. Unions. Strong working class, you know, support. Okay, I hear you. Yeah. Now what is he saying? Open borders. Decriminalize border crossings. Whoa, 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 whoa. Give Dude. them all health care. Like, what? Give them, give yep. the people coming off, right off the bat, give them health care? Wait. No. I, 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 don't, I, I, I don't agree with I did that a at longer, all. I did a longer breakdown of Bernie's positions. Yeah. How he, like, flipped on a bunch of issues. Mm-hmm. And now it doesn't seem to make sense anymore. But notably, I remember the big change was when he said white people didn't know what it was like to be poor. Yeah. But but go ahead, tell me tell me that story. Well, no. So they they started hitting me up, and I'm like, all right, please please stop. I I don't I don't support Bernie anymore. I I'm not I'm not having this. And then just like you said, it's it you know three days later, it was another person. Hey, it's Mike with the Bernie campaign or something. And and I was like Tim, like look at this. You were like, oh man, ask them about. Uh, I don't remember. The millionaires or the billionaires. Well, like, ask him why he stopped saying millionaires and just saying billionaires. <laughs> and we we actually had fun. We we him and I basically just trolled trolled these people for a little while, and then finally I was like, look, I I've had enough of this. Don't so, don't hit me up again. I I always do this because people don't believe me. <laughs> so I pulled it up while you were talking. Oh, Politifact ding Sanders for saying white people don't know poverty. Ooh. That was huge to me. I was like, whoa, Bernie, dude. Yeah, what that does are you not sound about? like you, man. All of a sudden, he embraced this weird insanity. So yeah, they've. Uh, do they have the link to? Uh, they don't have the link. Wait, wait, hold on. Oh, this is this is great. There, he's working now with Biden, right? Yeah, and well, on a unity platform. Hold on, wait. But didn't Biden say poor people, poor kids are just as smart as white kids? Yeah, that's what he said. <laughs> that's that's the problem, man. So maybe maybe it was my naivete. Oh man. Maybe they, maybe listen. Maybe I was just naive. They're a pair, aren't they? And. When I thought Bernie was great, it was because, to be honest, I, I was following a lot of his old speeches, a lot of the memes, a lot of the things my friends were sharing, and I wasn't actually digging in. I was just looking at Bernie on the surface, and I was happy. I was like, this guy sounds like he's consistent, and it sounds like we have someone who actually cares. Yeah. And then give in the chance. In a split second, he was like, I'll take the money. Yep. Just pay me the million dollars. I'll write the book. I'll buy another house. And there's Bernie. Yep. Yeah, right. Spare me, dude. The Bernie billionaires. Was- 
The billionaires, it's, that's now he's just talking about the billionaires. Yeah, dude, my favorite thing about Bernie is how he would say, the millionaires and the billionaires in this country. Then he became a millionaire, and he goes, the, the billionaires in this country. <laughs> yeah. You can still rag on the, on the millionaires and be a millionaire, Bernie. You don't got to stop. Yeah. But yeah, he really did. And yep. he, he got called out in the media for it. We joked about this before, that like, Bernie used to be on the outside of the mansion, looking through the window, yelling to everyone behind him, we're going to get in, the millionaires and billionaires. And then finally someone opened the door and said, hey, Bernie come on in, leave them out there. And he goes, oh, okay. Then he comes inside and he's inside sipping wine going, oh yeah, the, uh, the billionaires, yeah, you know, all good stuff. <laughs> yeah. And they can track the date he made a million bucks. Yeah, yep. By how he stopped referring exactly. to it. Exactly. You're like, you, you can look at when his campaign removed millionaires <laughs> yep. and then be like, now, let, now let's look at like sales and his tax forms. It's like, you know the exact moment he became a millionaire. Yep. Did you do that? I, I, I'd like to see that data. That's pretty hilarious. I'm really curious. I'll yeah, oh, you, you didn't actually do it? No, I haven't. I'm disappointed in both of you right I'm now. I'm sorry, it just occurred to me just, just now. I'm just saying, I'm just, right, I'm a little right. disappointed right it's, now. It's the year he put out his book and then he released his tax returns, I guess. Mm-hmm. And he's like a millionaire. Okay. Just barely though, but he's a millionaire. It's, you know, uh. I do think, I do think a lot of the criticism towards him for being a millionaire is unfair because you can be rich and advocate for, you know, dumb ideas. Yeah. You know, just because you're rich doesn't mean you're smart. You can be self-aware. Yeah, and, 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 and maybe Bernie's like, well, I made a million dollars. I should give it away. And then he doesn't donate because, like, another big scandal was that he donated a smaller percentage of his income than, like, most millionaires do. Yeah. So I don't blame him, man. You know, he's not, he's not been a particularly wealthy guy most of his life. He's old. He's very old. Yeah. And finally now he made a million bucks. He must have been like, we can finally have that summer home we've always dreamed of. You know, it's really— I feel, I feel for him, you know? It's really interesting to me how a senator—I just looked it up. A senator— makes under two hundred thousand dollars a year and they're all millionaires how do they all become millionaires they're millionaires before that's not necessarily true well was was bernie a millionaire before that's true we were just talking about it he ran for president how are you gonna spin that no 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 no, no, it's it's not spinning it it's that a lot of them are only able to win because they're millionaires because they've had long careers they're high-ranking individuals they have connections okay and they can fundraise off other very wealthy people for political action committees and stuff like that okay so that, but the, but a lot of Congress is really poor. The funny thing about Congress, people don't seem to understand, is that they get one hundred seventy-four thousand a year, which that's a lot of money. Yeah. But they have to maintain a, a living residence in their home districts and in D.C. So there was actually a story about a lot of them who sleep in their congressional offices, uh-huh. and they're not they're not supposed to do it. But they, what are you going to do? You can't, you know, it's right. there, You can't. They can close their office. You can't come in. I guess they shower there or something. But I got I got to be honest, man. If I was in Congress. I'd absolutely do that. Yeah. I'm not going to waste money. What do I look like? I guess when you grow up frugal and poor, you're like, no, no, no. I don't need an infinity pool. Like, you you have to be some kind of lunatic, you know, some kind of deranged psychopath to get elected to Congress and then go to like some luxury apartment building with an infinity pool and like a Whole Foods in the lobby. You, you, know, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I know exactly What kind what of insane mean. person would do that and then demand a raise? Yeah. Are you, are you talking about a certain somebody right now? I I don't I don't know what you mean. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't that's, know what you mean. That's oddly okay. specific, but right. no, no, right. yeah. Sure. Yes, I'm talking about Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. Okay, I thought so. She she's she's she said that they should pay Congress more. I actually agree. Okay, they should. However, it's like you gotta you got apparently there's like an infinity pool on her roof. I don't know if that's true, whatever. But she's <laughs> in like very nice DC apartments, and there's like a, a Whole Foods apparently. You know, honestly, I don't track her living circumstance, but I know that Michelle Cruz Cabrera, who was challenging her in the primary, like talked about this all the time. Yeah. So, look, if you want to ask for a raise for Congress, there are reasons to do this. We want to disincentivize corruption. 
We want to make sure that people who get in are incentivized to do work successfully for the people. Yeah. That doesn't necessarily mean you give them a million dollars and maybe a raise doesn't make sense, but it's an argument for potentially some kind of pay structure that... And a can, limit. Like, like Andrew Yang said, something like pay them millions of dollars, but then they're no longer eligible for private income. Okay. So it's like, as soon as you enter this, that way you can't be bribed. Yeah, Once like you that, leave, actually. we'll give you a job and you can't become lobbyists. You know, there is something about AOC that I do like. It is kind of what I was talking about earlier. Youthful she, exuberance? She, well... Sure, but <laughs> it, it's it's more than that. It she is a celebrity as a senator, congresswoman. Oh, okay, right, right. Con- yeah, yeah. Excuse me, as a congresswoman. So, but that's kind of what we we need. That's kind of what I was talking about earlier. We got to stop idolizing movie stars so much and realize that the people that are actually making the decisions for our lives. Like we gotta look at them and and well, pay more attention to them and and, and look at them and. and want to be more like them like i'm not saying i want people to be like aoc but she's proving that there can be a celebrity status in what she's doing well so so let me let me let me build on top of that i actually i do like aoc as a politician compared to what the rest of the democrats have to offer Mm -hmm. for the most part okay because i would rather have an inept braggart celebrity who is not part of the crony corrupt class of business interests and all that stuff. You know what Sounds I mean? Sounds familiar to me. Right. Exactly. Hmm. Like the president of the United I, I, States of America And I've right made now. this. Boom. I, I've called AOC like a mini kind of Trump yeah, many times. I can see that, actually. However, there are much better people than AOC in terms of real populist politicians. You, like like I, I would say uh, Matt Gates, for instance, would be like a more principled version of AOC. AOC's, what we need are, what we need to do is we need to get rid of these incumbents who have built careers off being politicians and don't actually do anything. Yeah, exactly. Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi, yeah, Nadler, them. get them out of there. Biden, same thing. Right, exactly. They're all the same. They're not making any help. They're not helping anybody but themselves. AOC, in my opinion, is one of the best Democrats simply because she came, like she's not a part of the, of, of the corrupt yeah, D.C. Outsider. establishment. And, however, that, and however, that's where it stops. Exactly. And now, and now I'll say she is, yeah. she is far from my favorite politician, yeah. period. And she has a whole list of problems. Yeah. Ineptitudes. Listen, but I'll tell you what, man. I'd rather have someone who's really dumb than someone who's really corrupt. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying I'd choose either of them if I had a choice of somebody else. And people, people like, this is the thing. People like to say Trump is dumb. And it's like they couldn't be further from the truth. That couldn't be further from the truth. Not at all. He is yeah. he is a smart cookie, man. He knows what he's doing. He may not be the smartest person in the world. You can argue whether or not 4D chess is a real thing. But I, I get so annoyed when I talk to people and they're like, man, that guy's so dumb. And I'm like, if you think he's dumb and he became president, then what does that mean about you? Like, yeah. What does that say about you? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> That's true. Listen, man, if the billionaire philandering uh, uh, president, TV show host, reality, uh, real estate mogul yeah. is dumb and you working at Starbucks, man, come on. Yeah, I said I said to someone I was like, "Well, you know he has a, a degree in economics, right?" And so they AOC. and they tried to <laughs> argue with me that he didn't. And I was like, "Oh, okay, you know he no, he actually does. You, you can, can look it up." It. No, no, he does not. No, I'm sorry. No, you're do they wrong. Do you think he didn't go to school? I'm like, what do you mean? Like he he did. He went to he went he got it from the University of Pennsylvania. Like, I know it. I saw the like, what are you talking about? Look it up yourself. No, I don't have to look it up. I know that's wrong. But to be wrong. fair, AOC also has a degree in economics. This okay. all makes sense. But that- Trump was a billionaire. AOC <laughs> was a bartender. Now, 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 I'm absolutely not dragging AOC for being a right. bartender. I hate that. When people are like, go back to serving bars, blah, blah. I'm no, like, no. that's... 
I love the fact that she was a bartender. This right. is America, man. Yeah, it's proving that we any but any one yep. person with the right ideas can make it into into Listen, office and make a difference. That's what I want to start seeing. I want to see all the all of the crony Republicans and Democrats fired. Yep. There are right now more principled Republicans, in my opinion, than Democrats. But the and it's because the Democratic Party is like it's it's led by lunacy, pandering to yeah. extremists who don't actually know what they're talking about, and regular people are like, I don't want to be involved in that anymore. It's a good point. So now you're probably going to see. You're probably going to see a lot of centrist liberals, not all of them, but many of them probably voting for Republican because it's a safer and more stable bet. Right. But I'll tell you what, I will take more AOCs over Nancy Pelosi's. If, if, if she Nancy scares me, Nancy Pelosi is is just awful. And I've, I've actually said, had nice words about her in the past about their feud with AOC. But at this point, I'm like, that was a mistake. Hmm. AOC is a lot of things and not and and. Uh, <laughs> Smart is not one of them <laughs> yeah. in a lot of ways. But, you know, I will give her credit for the successes she's had. I don't think all of her ideas are bad. I've actually, when she first won the primary, I went through her, her campaign positions. I agree with many of them. Prison reform, things like that. But she's become too much of a celebrity who cares more about the buzzwords than about legitimate functioning policy. She's done dumb things like the Green New Deal. I don't like any of that. Yeah. But I would rather have a, a stupid person who believes in their cause than a corrupt person who's trying to steal money from the coffers. Yep. When I look to the establishment Democrats, I see people who just want me to give them my money. There are people who are like, if I get elected, I'm rich and successful and I can control everything. I see people like AOC and she's, in my opinion, not very bright. That's just my opinion. People can disagree. But at least she's not part of whatever that weird, gross swamp monster machine is. Let me ask you a question. Do you what do you think about term limits? I am 50 50. I used to say yes, but then someone made a really good point in the Super Chat in one episode when they said, what if you have a Rand Paul, a really good, or a Ron Paul, mm -hmm. a really yeah. principled you know, politician that you want to be there for you, why should they not be able to run anymore? Well, I, I, I can answer that question. It's those types of, like, if we actually start looking at, at these representatives as our idols and, like, wanting to be there, th that, that one person, that Rand Paul, is going to show what a good senator is, what a good politician is. And we're going to have more of those type of people trying to get into politics. And it's going to continue with the generations that follow. You know, there, there comes a point yeah. where it feels like the older generation loses touch with the younger generation. And there needs to be a gap there. Instead, right now, it's like all these people have been there for so long. So they're, you know, the, the newer generation aren't even getting into politics anymore because everybody wants to be YouTubers. Everybody wants to be right. famous. Everyone wants to be a, a, an actor or a musician. And it's like... Okay, well, well, we, we we don't want vapid. Look, like I'm 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 saying I'd rather have AOC over Pelosi, but I'd rather have a million other people over AOC. Okay, I'm just saying, like I think the establishment Dems are the bottom of the barrel, but I I'm not going to vote or support AOC. I'm just saying it's like so we don't want vapid celebrity monk, like influencers to become politicians. Sure, yeah, of course. Then they're more concerned about how they look on Instagram or on on C-SPAN than they do about actually passing bills. Okay. But we do need passionate populist people who care about principle. And so we have a handful of them. Yeah. We need a lot more. We do. I absolutely agree. That's that's why I'm seeing a lot of younger younger people running for for Congress, you know, yep. people my age that are are making differences. Look man, even even far leftists they're they're taking charge, man. A lot of the far, a lot of younger far leftists are challenging establishment older uh, Democrats. Yeah, that's why. I mean, and, but and, I, I well, I mean, we just did this article that people are even afraid to to tell people what their political views are if they're right leaning, if they're conservative. 
So if it's not okay, well, to even, even centrists, ex- even yeah. centrists, exactly. Yeah. So if you're not even even able to talk about your political views, if you're if you're steering towards on the conservative side of things, then of well, then of course the the leftists are going to be be riding in and taking over. So we have to have more conversations and let it be okay. And have people that are more on the right side coming up and, and becoming younger senators and, and representatives then. Section 230 reform. That's that's one thing we need to do. Absolutely. The 100% reason, agree The reason why this liberal, strong liberal bias exists where they can say whatever they want, it's, it's, it's so obvious, man. Let me show you this data point real quick, and then we'll jump over to Super Chats. When you see this graph, I'll tell you exactly why this is. Strong liberals disagree. They can say what they want. Everyone else agrees they can't. Why? Mm. These people will be banned from Twitter instantly. Exactly. These people get carte blanche. Mm-hmm. Yep. Boom. That That Reform is exactly it. what I'm talking about. Rebalance the system. Mm-hmm. Buku's screaming. No screaming, It is time Buku. for the screaming, I guess, which means. But this, it's super this, chat time. This shows exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about, though. You know, with the with the politicians that want to be more conservative, that they can't even go out and 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 speak in the public because the people on the left are going to cancel them. Like, whoa, whoa, we'll get we, banned. We you'll get banned yeah. even. So that is a problem. We all have to realize that how how much of an issue this is. You know, you know why I'm not scared of being banned. Why? Because I'm I don't care. Like that's a good that's a good that's I, I, I that's don't wanna, the same as me. I don't care. I don't want to. I'm I'm going to say what I believe. I think always there's one way of saying it nihilistic. Okay. But maybe Zen is a better way of putting it. Okay. I can if see that. all of my social media got banned overnight, I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to scream. I'm going to be like, well, that was fun. Well, what I, about the, 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 is it libel, 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 libel laws, libel. You, you, we were talking about it before about libel uh, laws, libel laws. Like when they defame you. Yeah. It's like the, the media straight up lies about nonstop specific. Hey, that's pe- the first amendment. Right, it so yep. I know, but there there needs. To, I feel like there should be some sort of balance between, you know, two thirty reform and not being able to just completely repeal twist and lie about you know political. We need people to uh, political like they they are a public forum. They are people are watching them for news. We need to repeal when it's Times v. Sullivan news. Actually, I agree. I was looking into it. Right, Times v. Sullivan mm-hmm. set the higher standard for defamation, where basically you have to prove. That the other person who lied knew they were lying. Right. The standard should be that if you pop. So when if you lie and I can prove you lied, we should have some system where we can adjudicate it. And I can say, Your Honor, I believe that what they've said is a lie. And here's proof. And the judge can say, upon looking at the evidence, I would say this information is incorrect. Correct the information. Honestly, I feel like that we can prove that all the time that mainstream media lies about. Absolutely. So it's like if we can prove it. We just can't prove that they knew. The problem is... Is that is that that's the problem? Yes. Uh, the problem, though, is the reason it'll never win is because it would open the door for endless lawsuits, which would shut down all these news organizations, and that would be considered an affront to the First Amendment. I see. Yep. This is the problem, man. Uh, lies are speech, and so they get away with it. Well, right now we're seeing that truth is also... You know, you'll get banned being, for telling the truth. Well, well that's because the issue. We need two thirty reform. So they can they can lie when it when when they're strong liberals. But as soon as you go, I mean, as as soon as you switch over to just regular liberal and beyond, then your this truths, chart explains everything. Man. I know that's look at I know. This. I'm, the more I'm looking at this look, chart, look this is exactly is. what we've been talking about for look, months now. The political center is actually to the left. It's actually is actually left of center. Yeah, and then the. the <laughs> 
the far left is actually just slight. Like this is crazy. That means if you go beyond strong liberal, what it like tanky <laughs> communist authoritarians think that they can say whatever they want. Right. They can. Yeah, they, they go can. on. They go on Twitter and they post addresses. When I was doing my interview, when I was doing that, that episode of Rogan with Dorsey, I was like, here's a Twitter account that actually docked somebody. And they were like, it's still there. Yeah. Oh, we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll do something about it. It was still up after wow. being reported. They would not take it down. But if you're a conservative and you say even a, a one naughty word like flatulence banned. It's ridiculous. Poppycock. Ooh, they got me. Let's read some super chats, huh? All right. Yeah, I just had to I had to talk about that for a little bit because it felt like it, it Ian, was right Ian, with it. Ian Hall says, things to use this money for. Lydia's Red Bull addiction. Yes. The rest is for the cat. Soy Jesus, Warlord, Adam, and Tim are SOL with this one. No! What are you going to do? Well, we're going to give the cat whatever he so desires. Gareth Green says, I went to Hills, Hillsdale College, the most conservative college in the nation. One of only two colleges in the country to receive no federal funding whatsoever. It has GOP ties, of course. But there has been a leftward slide among formerly conservative kids I knew. Mm. And it's going to get worse. Yep. John Bushnell says, it's great hearing you guys getting red-pilled. May I humbly suggest that what comes next is the realization that conservatives have been misrepresented in the media for many more years than, than you yet realize. And then next, that, uh, that is really all about Jesus Christ and his way of life. Hmm. That this is really all about that. Um, I'm not very religious. I, grew, I was a little bit when I was younger. Franklin Troll says, hey, Tim, you've really got to check out this mind-blowing interview with Yuri Bezmenov. Oh, ah, no. Gotcha. <laughs> no. I'll take 75 bucks if you want to mention <laughs> Yuri awesome. Bezmenov. <laughs> Worth it. Spin the UFO. Adam, here's the cash. Get some old Forrester rye whiskey for Friday. Oh, cool. Jam. Forrester rye. All right. Ooh, that sounds good. Thank you. MacArthur says, keep it the good fight. I may not agree with some of your opinions, but mostly... Mostly excellent. Very good. Thank you. We'll take mostly. Jessica Hall says, just like you, Adam, I used to be a progressive... But within the last year, especially opening up a manufacturing business, I have taken the red pill. Keep it the great show. I also joined Parlor. Cool. Right on. Right on. Buku Thank keeps you. screaming. We're doing the super chats. Jeez, dude. Yeah. Hey, hey. Wow. He's yelling. What's he doing? He wants Betsy's to... sleeping. Oh. All right. Let's see. Long Dong John says, the only thing I smashed harder than the like button was the subscribe button on Adam Ooh. Cast IRL. Very cool. The Trump deep dive is top tier. Spin the UFO. Uh, it'll yes. be back. It'll be back. We So we're uh, hopefully in the next like two weeks going to be moving. And we actually have an entirely second studio setup that we have to set up. So we were going to set it up. But then we're like, dude, we're moving in two weeks. Maybe we should not set it up. That'd, yeah. be, that'd be really dumb. Yeah. Like so, building everything out. But I am going to have my own Atomcast studio. It's going to be really exciting. I'm really excited to set that up. Boom. So. That's awesome. Coming soon. Yeah. There, will be, uh, there will be a little bit of a lapse between episodes, but it'll have, be, it'll have be worth it. Have y'all smashed the like button? Have y'all followed me on Twitter, Instagram, and Parlor at TimCast? You can follow at Adam Krigler on the same platforms, and you can follow at Sour Patch Lids, yes, L-Y-D-S, on Instagram. On, sorry, I'm sorry, on Twitter and part Don't That poor girl. Don't follow that on don't Instagram. <laughs> she's like, please, no. <laughs> well, she's getting free followers, I guess. I guess. Kyle Buchanan says, Trump does not need officers. All he needs to do is take all the federal money from the states that don't want them there and see how fast they change their ways. Love you guys. I watched the first 69 episode live, but HVAC and summer. Okay. Yep, HVAC and summer. I, I used to work HVAC, so I totally understand. Busy yeah. business. <laughs> Zachary says, in regards to Ghislaine Maxwell, there is a real threat of her naming innocent people. 
What if she is spared the Epstein treatment in exchange for naming the political rival of the real bad guy? Yup. Interesting. I heard apparently she's got like long hair and long fingernails and she's all like, I'm um, for real, like an unkempt and just like, Ehh. and they're like spinning her around different jail cells because they're panicked. Yeah, they haven't shown any newer picture of her either. That's true. They're, it's all old and, and what if what if Trump is the bad guy and he's like, I want you to say Biden. And then they do. Oh. You're like, no. Nah. I mean, no from from my research of everything that's happened, it it's just that doesn't make any sense. I, it's, for me, it's not about Trump. It's about Bill Barr. I, I think Bill Barr's on the level. End of story. I you think can, so, too. You can argue about Trump all day and night, but I think Bill Barr has got you can criticize him for sure. But I'm sorry, man. I like all the lies they put about Barr. He's corrupt. He's Trump's crony. Like, look at the guy. Let's know what he, what he talks about. Doesn't stick. He's so mild mannered. Yeah. And he was AG before. Mm-hmm. Right. That's why Trump did it. That's why Trump brought him on. He was very smart. Yeah. He brought on someone who who was AG before. He was too. I'm I'm, I'm getting that right. Yeah, right. he was. I, yeah, I, I like him. I, I've I listened do. to yep. his speeches. He he's very articulate. He knows what he's talking about. He, he he's know, very calm. Every single thing that he talks about, I'm like, wow, like. He's, right. he's criticized Trump, too. Yeah, I mean, I, I like you know? him a lot. I like him. And that's what it comes down to, to me. Like, you can argue that Trump and all these photographs are like, look, here's Trump with Epstein. And I'm, and I'm like, I don't care. Bill Barr is the one who's in charge of this. And I'm, I, I don't know much, much about him, to be completely honest. So maybe that's naive of me. But I lean towards, I think he's on the level. Yep. So Trump is not even part of the equation as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, he was AG under Bush. Yep. HW. Yep. Not a chance says, Tim, if I see signal and a signal contact number in the bio of a news blue checkmark, should I assume they are really an activist or is there a legitimate reason to have it? There is because you don't want someone to get access to your private messages. So I use signal a lot of uh, everybody should be using encrypted messenger, to be completely honest. Enlightened Worm says, any of y'all read the fourth turning in American prophecy? It looks into cycles of peace, conflict and growth. It predicts large conflict. And possible change of social structure between 2020 and 2025. Hmm. I haven't. It's interesting. No. Kim Ruddy says, I would like to know how you truly see a future with Biden as president. <laughs> I don't. There it is right there. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> that is accurately how we I'm pretty sure all three of us. Yeah. Yep, yeah. All yep. three of us feel that I don't Biden see in a wheelchair yeah. with a blanket on his lap Aww. sitting in the sun of a study. And whoever is VP, an article came out recently saying Biden's VP will be the most powerful VP in the history of the United States. <laughs> yeah. yep. They also did the story where they were like, Joe Biden, stay alive, stay alive, Joe Biden. All we need is your corporeal presence. Yeah. And I, I was like, oh, jeez, dude. That proves my theory that they're going to replace him before the they end have of to. August. They have they to will. unless they really want to lose. No, yeah. they will absolutely replace him. He's can, just a placeholder. The conspiracy is they're trying to make Trump win. They just want. They want you to think that's, they don't that's, like Trump. That's your idea, right? That's what you think it is. No, 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 no. I'm kidding. I, I haven't heard. Oh, okay. It's a conspiracy theory that they're an aptitude <laughs> that you came up with. No, I didn't. No, I, I've I haven't heard, heard it heard from anyone. Yeah, I, I I've did, only I heard not, it from you. I did not make this up. Okay. They're, that they're so inept. How do you explain that everything they do helps Trump? They're secretly trying to help him win. Back when Trump was running in 2015, there were protesters outside of his rallies. Mm-hmm. They were holding up signs saying Trump equal, you know, Trump plus Hillary equals friends. I have photos of it. There, there's, they were holding up photos of Trump and Hillary together. Okay. And they believed that the Democrats have been trying to feign resistance as the establishment so that Trump could get elected as the underdog. I didn't make that up. It's been around for a long time. Okay. I'm joking when I say it, though. I actually think the Democrats are just completely inept and have no idea what they're doing. Case in point, Nancy Pelosi kneeling while wearing kente cloth when most of the country doesn't agree with whatever it is she's doing. 
Yeah. They're chasing Twitter because Twitter has purged moderate and conservative opinions. So only the far left exists. Then they think the far left is regular America and they are chasing after a minority fringe sect of lunatics. That explains it. Yep. They're it does, just. Yeah. And Trump, he talks about these things. I t- I'll tell you what, man. Trump sending out law enforcement, DHS and FBI and DEA. Right. I'm willing to bet he's not looking at the Internet. He's looking at actual sentiment in suburbs and different communities and how they feel about this stuff. Meanwhile, the Democrats are sitting on Twitter refreshing 24-7 and then replying to Trump, you're fat and gross, you know, vote for me. Oh, those reply guys. Yeah. They're great, right? The no, reply guys. They're annoying They're me. not great. Get Graf- your own opinions. Talk about your own. Don't try to grift onto other people just to get followers. Ah, it works for them, I guess. Annoying. Imagine if the only thing you had in your life was that you were well known for insulting Trump when he tweets. Pathetic. <laughs> Is anyone going to invite you to speak at an event? Now, when you insult Trump, like I saw one where you called him fat. Whoa. That was amazing. How did you think of that? Well, you know, I saw a picture of him and he was looking pretty hefty. So I thought, hey, why don't I call him that? <laughs> and then everyone stands up and starts clapping and cheering. That's how I imagine yeah, it. Yeah, I can see it. That sounds like a horrible Twilight Zone episode. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds pretty funny. Graf Von Tyrell says, I am well beyond caring about what happens in Portland. That iconic naked image is a joke, and the wall of moms is every bit organic as the kinds of fields you see in indoor football mm-hmm. arenas. Let's spin that UFO. Yes. Could you imagine if a man walked up <laughs> naked in Portland and sat down and spread his legs in the street at the <laughs> cops, what they would be saying? Especially if it was a Trump supporter. Well, there was. And especially if it was a 45 year old overweight one. <laughs> there it's great that you you must know what I'm talking about. No, what is it? Because there, I, right when Chaz was beca- becoming like officially Chaz, some dude about 45 years old, overweight, stripped down and started running around Chaz doing laps. I remember. And they were like, "Sir, sir, why why are you running? Why are you running?" He's like, "Cause I can." And then, <laughs> just kept running. I was like, "Okay." Some people got to get it out. It man. wasn't gotta... a political statement. It was simply because he could. He could. The, the the story where it was like she emerged from a shroud of tear gas, naked Ugh. Athena, and then she's like her spreading her legs in front of cops. Ugh. And I, you know what's really funny? I remember during like, Occupy Wall Street, Gross a bunch of women street. would take off all their shirts and stand around topless. Yeah. And I was like, this is the kind of thing that makes you not win. Yep, that's true. Like, because regular people look at that and they're like, "What? Wow, they're What's crazy." Happening? You know, I, I can imagine every single middle American father looking at that photo of the naked woman and going, oh, "I'm so proud of her. I can't wait till my daughter strips down naked in the middle of the street and spreads her legs for a bunch of police." Ugh. Not. Ugh. All I can think of is how dirty that street probably right? is. Seriously, it's dirtier <laughs> it's like, now. That you know, is you know, like that is raw contact right there. You know, the worst oh. thing about it was though, <laughs> that guy who had the shield who kept trying to stand in front of her. And she was che- tr- clearly trying to get away from him. Yeah. But he kept just going in front of her with the shield. Oh, it was so, so cringy. cringy. Oh, oh, man. It was brutal. All right. Let's read some more of these here. Super Chats. Kyle Canuck says, recently seen a lot of Americans wishing they had Trudeau instead of Trump. I'm willing to trade. Whoa. Both are narcissistic and arrogant. The difference is one is good at his job while the other plays dress up, wears blackface and destroys my country. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Sorry. You can't have him. No, he's he, ours. He's our president. Thaddeus says, did you see my wife's first amendment flag yet? Go to Emily Frost on Facebook and take a peek. She worked hard on it and wants your feedback, good or bad. Uh, yeah, you want to write that down? We'll check yeah, that, we'll check I that will out. check it out. Student of History says, fun fact of the day. A torpedo officer on the USS Porter almost killed FDR on the way to the Tehran conference. Also, commies don't get to complain about their rights being violated as they violate rights. Yeah, I agree with that Boom. one. Definitely. 
Let's jump down here. We got Ty Scott. He says, if I send you guys a new UFO lamp, can we get a video of Adam smashing the UFO? Probably be a good video to do on AdamCast IRL. Whoa. I vote no. No. No, no, no. (laughs) No, no, no. Actually, wait. Well, hold on. Now, you might have missed, or or this might have been an earlier super chat. I am making my own studio for AdamCast. So I'm going to have my own spot. I can't take this UFO. This is the TimCast IRL UFO. So, and it's the OG UFO, man. So by all means, send us a new UFO. I will make Smash a, that one. I will, no, I will make a video <laughs> of it and put it on onto my new desk for AdamCast IRL. Can't smash it. It'll be great. I really would love to. Uh, so please, sen- send the UFO. I will accept the UFO. We'll, we should put UFOs just like on every, everywhere. Every it be set. everywhere. You, it's, it's just a spin. I mean, it's yeah. kind of our thing, spinning UFOs. Spinning. Well, it's, it's your thing. fun, yeah. Yeah, sure. It's my thing. It's he the said show's it. Thing. He's no, nope, no, no, no. He no, said it. No, it's no, mine. No. no, I spun yeah. it. I spun it first. It's my thing in the I Instagram video. I posted that Instagram video where I was spinning it. Stop being a grifter. <laughs> Remember that Instagram video where I was I'm spinning trying. UFO? Yeah, that was the first official spin on Instagram. That's good memories. And then from there, you've been spinning the UFO the whole time. It's my thing. Aww. People tell me to spin it. Mantle is passed. All right, all right. Uh, okay, so we read that one. Let's see. I created the mantle. Let's see what we got here. <laughs> I almost made you spit. He did. I was taking a drink. Thanks, Adam. Awesome (laughs) human says from PDX Tim, we've had riots since 2016. Most support the rioters and don't care if it burns. Mm. They always say small biz got uh, got insurance and buildings don't matter. I feel like it's a waste of money like PDX. Yeah. Mm. Skylar Skylar the creator says, what happened to the Trump deep dive? That is, uh, I just got to do it. um, I've been... I've been taking it easy for a few days. I needed to take a step back from uh, politics and research. We we skated today. That was really nice. Yeah, but the, 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 I think the main thing is we got a whole new studio set up, and it's kind of this purgatory where we're about to move yeah. into a bigger space. Well, I mean, I do have the video though. I, I need to edit it. I need to. I don't have an editing program. My my uh, editing computer is not in the country at the moment. And we have uh, all the new stuff. Long story. We could set it up, but, but then it's like setting up a new studio or even yeah. the editing machine, and then moving two weeks from now. But I'll, I'll so, do it. I'll, I'll, I'll focus on it. It'll be up. It'll be up by the end, the end of the week. So it wasn't deleted. Yeah. David Schultz says, "Thanks, guys. Haven't enjoyed political discussion since I was a stoner in the '70s. Keep it the good work. GW2 and HOD love ya. Off to WVW. Have fun. I don't know what that is. Hmm. Sounds fun." Gloria says, Adam and Lydia are awesome. They are taking the spotlight from Tim, LOL. Well, that's the point of TimCast IRL, so they can take it away. Okay. Let's see. Lanko says, guys, check out Bill Barr and Ruby Ridge. Interesting. Uh-oh. Is there a reason for me to be mad at I'm Barr? I'm looking at his uh, Wikipedia right now. Let me, uh, let me and Do see. they mention that? Let me see. I bet they do. Probably. Mm, no. Weird. I'll Google it. Burke in a Box says, Tim and Adam, feelings about the new Pirates of the Caribbean team. For the lady of Whiterun, just a stupid kid. Mercy, uh, mercy me. Every thug needs a lady. I've got time to waste. Jake on green beers. Hell yes, this could be love. Just alkaline trio. Yeah, these are alkaline trio yep. songs. Yes, thank you for that. So it's the director slash writer of it's Birds of Prey too. Birds of Prey. <sighs> so it's gonna. I, it'll be absolutely horrendous. I heard it starts with Harley Quinn accidentally triggering a time vortex. Oh, goodness. Which they go, whoa, and they land. <laughs> and then Jack... Spinning around, like, yeah. you know. Ooh, and there's clocks for oh, some reason everywhere. No, of like, because when you time travel, there's clocks all around you. There have you. to be clocks everywhere. And then they crash land onto the Black Pearl. Oh. And of course they do. land on Jack Sparrow, killing him. Of course. 
and they go, the patriarchy. Oh no! And then she puts on his clothes and she goes, "I'm Captain Jack." And Look that's how me. the movie starts. I'm I, I heard. I, what's the the girl? The scream screamer, whatever she screamer. is. Screamer. She screams and she shoots her down the street. What's her name? Uh, uh, Black Canary. Yes, I heard that Black Canary screams so loud at birds or whatever her name is you know <laughs> harley quinn harley, harley quinn, quinn <laughs> that she shoots all the way into the past that's how it happens and they go okay. whoa same thing though and after that moment yeah. yeah just you know i gotta different I gotta, reasons i gotta I, I gotta i gotta be honest everybody if that literally was the movie i would definitely see <laughs> it i'd go see it <laughs> that would be amazing <laughs> don't sure. give them ideas like <laughs> i don't want to watch that movie and 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 i mean like when they get pulled back in time it's really obvious they're standing straight up with a green screen behind them oh no and it's like dude they're like if, waving their arms yeah, like, whoa! For some reason, <laughs> clocks again. No, 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 I, I gotta be honest. That would be hilarious. No, you know what? And then they do land on Johnny Depp. That would be hilarious. <laughs> you know why I'm disappointed right now? Because I just come to the realization that we have to go see that movie now and do, <laughs> yeah, that, do a review. <laughs> no. Yeah. no but I'm actually kind of excited because doing that Birds of Play, uh, Prey rip episode was that so was really fun. fun. That it was, was fun. Good, good episode. Worth I'm, it. I'm sorry, man. I don't think we're gonna have we're gonna be able to go see that movie because come November, I think the Democrats are gonna cheat an election. Oh, that and was that was great usage. Was I know, excellent. I know. Thank you, thank you very, very nice. nice, very nice. No, but I really do think. I don't know if the movies are going to reopen. They're locking everything mm, back down. Yeah. yeah, AMC went out of business. They're completely gone. I thought they were suing. Oh, are they suing? I think no, they're I suing they uh, New Jersey. Yeah, yeah. I but they're do, suing do, do, Murphy. I don't know if they exist anymore. I don't, yeah, I don't know. know. Yeah, man. Look, let's be real. I don't know what's going to... I, how do we recover from this? Do, do you really believe that after everything the Democrats have done from Russiagate, Ukrainegate, impeachment, the lies about Smollett, the lies about Covington... Like, I'm not even saying, I'm, you know, I'm just saying, like, the media lies plus all the weird conspiracy scandals. And now they've been pushing mail-in voting. And now we're getting inundated with stories about mail-in voting collapsing and failing. Yep. That we're going to have a normal election. No. Nope. I don't know, man. And then what? They're going to stop? Trump wins? They're going to be like, okay, you win. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, right. Nah, man. Hey, maybe. Well, that was, yeah, a, I'll tell you what. That was quite a change was a downer. of uh, pace. Yeah, wow. If, come November 4th. <laughs> everything goes back to normal the milkman shows back up and the sun is shining and two scoops of raisin and all that whatever then go buy a lottery ticket first thing you got to do is if they're like donald trump wins in a landslide the democrats go he, he had an excellent campaign joe biden's like listen here trump ran a great campaign he's gonna be a great president mark my words then i'd be like i'm gonna go buy a lotto ticket right mm -hmm. now because the chance of that happening no way biden's not gonna be the, the person though he's gonna be retired by that point <laughs> I'm telling you. Whoever the August. Cuomo. Andrew Cuomo oh, makes the most not. sense. <sighs> but I don't see him winning either. He's got lots of blood, blood on his hands. That's true. Yeah, and There's Trump no will drag way. him. There's yeah. no But listen, way. listen. I think Cuomo does make the most sense. I really do. As a replacement? Really? Yeah. One of the reasons I think they might go for the replacement strategy is that all of the attacks levied against Biden will have been meaningless. It will have wasted tons of Republican money. And then they can swap him out with someone like Cuomo, who is not seen as a far left candidate or a puppet, or a unity candidate, or any of that nonsense. Cuomo walks in, and he's like, I'm going to run this country better. And they're going to be like, okay. It's going to make people who just hate Trump more enthusiastic. Well, I Biden's never... Biden, Biden's bad, and he's creepy. But he doesn't have, as far as what I've found, he doesn't have blood on his hands. Cuomo, Biden? Cuomo does. No, 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 no. Biden... Um, that I know of, I said. That I, that I know about. He's Are the you, VP you, of the Obama administration. You, that's true. Like, I'm, they killed a bunch of people. So it, it's both of them, or is it Obama? Because he was the president. He made the decisions. 
I'd, I'd have to say... Both of them are equal? Yeah, because, I mean, you, you could even argue it wasn't Obama, it was Hillary Clinton. She was Secretary of State. Well, I'll never vote for someone that is, is that blatantly red-handed. Trump's not perfect on war, man. He's got drone strikes under his belt. He's got missile strikes in Syria. And what's he trying to do right now? With pull the, the troops? troops out of Afghanistan mm-hmm. and Germany. Hmm. And he's tried pulling yeah. them out of Syria. Yeah. And so that's why it's like, you know what, man? Considering the weird... Like, we look at this, this report from Cato. I'm just like, you know what? I'm uh, not 100%, but as I've stated before, if I can get somebody who's going to pull the troops out, yep. then I would like to see that. And so if you're, if, if you're running for Congress and your position is removal of troops, I'm going to look at your record. And if it's there, I'm going to be like, okay, I don't care what your, what your political party is. However, I'm fairly confident that our congressperson here probably just said, keep the troops in. Mm-hmm. These people, man, they're, they're, they're spineless, gutless, feckless, all these words. Oh, yeah. Yep. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it is past 10. That, you know that, that means that it means you must smash the like button. Yes. And you must smash the subscribe button. And uh, you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Parlor at TimCast. You can follow at Adam Krigler and all the same places. And you can follow at Sour Patch Lids, L-Y-D-S, on Twitter and Parlor as well. Mm-hmm. We will and do please, the show. Please share. Please share the video. That really does help us out a lot, let, letting more people yeah, know about, about our it. show. Yeah, well, I'll put it this way, because promotion is the most important thing. If you think that we offer a unique perspective, if if we do a good job in discussing the things we discuss, then the best thing you could possibly do is just share this podcast with other people and let them know you like what we do. The reason is we're never going to compete with CNN. We can't. And so if you think CNN lies, and I certainly think they do, how do we compete with that massive marketing budget and those establishment interests? We'll get there one day, Tim. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what CNN doesn't have. CNN does not have loyal viewers who are going out and saying, guys, you got to watch Brian Stelter, man. It's the best show ever. Seriously? No. I, I was going to say with, they, in, they don't have uh, honest bones, but that's, listen, that works too. <laughs> it's people in airports waiting for their plane, staring at the screen. Yep. That's the difference about what we do. There's something different and more personal personal about podcasting and about uh, YouTube and all that stuff mm-hmm. that I feel like what we do is much more important. I feel like what Brian Stelter does and what Don Lemon does is kind of like, mm-hmm. a, I woke up today and what do I have to say to make money? Right. What we're doing is saying things like our civil rights are in jeopardy. Yeah. People are scared to speak their minds. We need to do something about this. Yeah. You know, and, and if, if, if I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what. I've, I've been pretty harsh on people saying you got to stand up and, you know, if at the very least you're, you, 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 won't want, you won't speak up, the, best, the least you can do is either share this or like or subscribe. You know what? It's, it's at least something you can do, right? And maybe we, we can be speaking more for the people who are too scared to. You can actually just share a video and, hey, this is interesting. And you know what? If you're in the airport, there's Wi-Fi now. Yeah, you can watch us there too. Everyone's got smartphones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just watch, Stop our, watching watch our show there. All right, everybody. (laughs) With that being said, it is time for us to go to bed. So thank you all so much for hanging out. We will see you all. What what is today? Wednesday? Mm -hmm. Tomorrow is our 100th episode. Woo! I wonder what we're going to do. Well, actually, you know what? I I forgot. Uh, We are going to finally put our hand in the bucket of everyone's been sending us mail Mm -hmm. trying to get this uh, one of the boards. We got uh, this one right here. This is the last one. To go out. The harumph board. The last harumph board. And we are going to give this away tomorrow. Tomorrow we're going to do the drawing on our 100th episode. So that's kind of fun. We're going to reach into a big old thing of people who sent us mail. We're going to pull out something and we're going to send it to the person. Yep. So uh, 
that's that's basically over. You know, don't if you send us something now, it's probably too late. However, yeah. if for some reason you want to send us stuff, you can go to timcast.com slash donate. At the bottom, you will find a P.O. box. Make sure you you, uh, uh, you send it to Timcast IRL specifically. Yeah. yeah. So that way we know it's for the show. Yes. And uh, yeah, anything else before we before we go to bed? Love you guys. Then, Aww, that's, that's true. Cute. I like <laughs> it. We're here because of uh, everyone that's here. So I, I, yeah, mean, I mean it wholeheartedly. Yeah, I appreciate our, our audience. It, they're going to start locking things down again. They're reopening the PPP. I think it's about to get really bad. Look, man, it's political. The, the it's all political. Metals going up. That's all. I I, I know we we can't even. You, people are getting banned by talking about it. So know, it's man. like it's hard for me to even speak because I'm annoyed at it all. We'll be back tomorrow. Yeah. Thanks for hanging out. Bye, guys. Good night, everybody.